that we were talking about. So the microphone HD Pro webcam, I can switch that to what? Yep, you only want line in one and two right now, line in three and four. Why can I not remember this shit? And line in seven and eight through for the soundboard. Okay, line in one and two. Say I'm set up all right. I forgot to change the fucking. No, you want You don't need five and six. You need seven and eight. All right. And then when Steve Hager comes in, he'll be able to sit. This this should count. And Adam. Adam's leaving. He's going to AT. He's not going to be here. No. So you can probably sit right here. So. This is my number one. So, four. Yeah. three, four. And here he scored. This is three. And you're two. What Adam is one, but it's muted, so it doesn't matter. Wait. All right. Lining one and two. I got this wrong. One and two is your mic. All right. Two is you. So go to the audio box and mute channel one because you don't need it. Cause it's not there. They're in the actual audio box. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Oh, it is muted. Okay, so you're good. So wait, I'm what? You're two. Line in one and two? Yep, and you're mic number two. Line in number one is over there, but it's...
Show. I'm chilling here with my good friend Josh Grambo. What's up, Tim Man? Zamboni Gramboni. Gramboni, indeed. Ah, that's <laughs> <My> funny. <man. laughs> so, is that 
I have no clue what we're going to call you yet. The, really, what's going to happen here in this situation is the chat room is going to give you your name. All right. Well, my name's Josh Graham. Everyone calls me Grambo because of a lot of ridiculous hockey fucking nonsense. And uh, it just goes sort of stuck. Hockey nonsense. Hockey nonsense. Nothing but that you were a Zamboni driver, Mo. You cannot be involved in any sort of hockey world without having some sort of ridiculous nickname. And if you let them slip that you have a ridiculous nickname, that shit is going to be Oh, dude. But see, in the world of the JDR... Army. Let me get this right. Yes, you... JD Army. In the world of the JDR Army, you are going to be given a nickname that suits you. (laughs) And it's already out there. I mean, uh, Gramboni has got to be the nickname. Well, see, here I, I expected that I was going to, after a decade of driving a Zam, who, who, how, how many people you've met that have driven a Zamboni? <laughs> Dude, how long? many people have drove a Zamboni exactly. for a I decade? Thought I was and gonna... I'm not trying to hurt you oh, here. No, I'm not no, trying no. to gut punch you here or say anything other than... Uh, that's badass. Well, yeah. So I thought that I was going to walk into Denver being Johnny fucking Zamboni. Johnny and they were going to hire me. And every rink that I've walked into, because I just need a little part-timey type job. And every rink I walk into, that's, they're full, man. That stands a very high in the category of list of things that I'm thinking about. And, uh, up, dude, I'm so high right now. Number one. Uh, Johnny Zamboni, what I was just talking about, right? what you were just Zamboni. talking about, where I almost got lost and high and blah. Yes, Tim took a big fat dab of some fucking uh, chem time wait. sour diesel. Wait, 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 wait. We're not there yet. Okay, we we're are not, not we're there yet. Not to Tim's amount of stones. Johnny Zamboni Johnny over Zamboni. here. <laughs> That's so much better than. Uh, I don't well, know. In the old song, in the Zamboni song, it, it always was appropriate for stoners. The great Gramboni. The, the the, he says that he goes to the rink, and the guy's like, I got a driver. He's been driving for years. And what's his name? His name is Smokey. Smokey the Zamboni driver. Smokey so the Zamboni driver. So it always seemed to me that getting high at the ice rink and driving Zamboni, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what the song said, man. Listen to the goddamn song. Go to YouTube.com slash Zamboni song. After the show, or open a separate tab, <laughs> or just go to the uh, Rasta Shark song. Rasta Shark, my man, my girlfriend, and I, Miss Sarah, we eat that. The Rasta that Shark. Show. Oh man, Reggae Shark. Is it? Oh, it's the Reggae it's Shark. It's the Reggae God. Shark, man. I, I trust suck I'm so bad sometimes. See, this is going to be the uh, open up a separate browser and go to YouTube and Google what the fuck these. Don't stop are listening about. to the John Doe Radio Show with Bike. With slash bike. The, the Gramboni the here. Great Gramboni. Josh anyway, Grambo. I wish him bike the best right now. I guess he's a little bit under the weather right very, now. Very under the weather. We were told that. Puking uh, all over his was, couch yes, in this situation. He was farking his own couch, Tim, with vomit. No, that's not. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. That would qualify under the fark the couch. I think vomiting upon a nice couch would be farking it up. It's not supposed to be that literal, though. It, I thought farking it mean that you put your uh, your dick in it and give it a little magic. Hey, no, no, dude, that's no. When it's you, not. That is not it. <laughs> when you fark a woman, <laughs> dude, do you fark a woman? Is the question. Don't make me mute your mic right now. All right. No, I haven't for a long time. <laughs> so that's why. We... Shut up, man! This is not funny. 
Nah, we're, we're gonna go home. No, nah, we got the therapy out of the way. Dude, this week. Fark, the couch could mean anything of a million things. My mom, she tells me it means just one thing, mm-hmm. but I'm like, no, it doesn't. What's your mom thinking? Or say it means anyway. She just means it's fuck the couch. Right, which pretty much is what I just said. But that's not exactly what it means, dude. You can be a couch farker in many different terms. You can fark the couch in many different ways. And it's not necessarily a couch. I feel you've single-handedly pioneered the fark the couch movement. I mean, Rick James took over the world, but fark the couch, man, that's a JDR exclusive. A JDR exclusive, man. Did you say exclusive? Exclusive. So today, today on the John O Radio Show, thank you very much, by the way, for hanging out with us. We love having you in the room. We were a little late. We apologize about that. Dabs were had, and people listening on the offbeat chance of the recorded show don't give a shit about what you just said. Sorry, I will say different things. That was a little bit harsh. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I've, Please forgive me. My couch is pre-farked. Dude, well then you need to get some goddamn rubbing cream or some powder and go ahead and powder that powder. Whatever it is you have below you. That's my uh, ancient cell phone. All right. Slow the fart down here for a second. Bike. What is my bike? I could find him. It is kind of bizarre seeing his chair empty and the meth furnace unheated. It's not bizarre to me. It's not. I've seen it happen before. No, man. Bike is a staple, and the, I, it's more. It's kind of like it's the symbolism. It's not so much that he's not there, but the meth furnace is not hot. If bike was here, the what meth are you talking about? The meth furnace? Because the meth furnace is right here. If people didn't watch Nobody, Adam Dunn show, you can't even see what's going on over here across the table maybe right people here. That watch the Adam Dunn show are no. very familiar with the uh. furnace, as I am a big fan of Adam Dunn show. Adam show Dunn got uh, Adam Dunn show Dunn. You can't even say it. I can't say it either. I'm, I'm Adam Dunn show dot com, where people can check us out and check out the Adam Dunn show. So I've listened. I am obviously an aficionado of Dunn. Yes. They call that the meth furnace, though? They do. Yeah, you had boned out that week. I stayed in for the uh, chalice. Boned out? This was the uh, chalice recap show. You better watch yourself, kid. So this that thing had more top-shelf rosin and chatter put through it than maybe any piece here in the Denver metro area. Dude, that's saying something, because I know really a lot, a lot of people that put a lot of shit through glass. <laughs> oh, yeah. And meth Dude, you can't call it a meth oven. That's such a shitty... I know, but Bike named it, and now it's dubbed the meth furnace, man. For people that didn't know what the meth furnace... Why is he not here? It's a nice... It's like a little canister with a built-in carb cap, and it's got a heating element that leads to a little hose that you plug into your rig, and you just... It's like a... It's like a... Ah, it's hot! Oh, it is hot. Oh, the kid turned it on for us. (laughs) <laughs> See, I still dab in analog. I just burned the shit out of my hand. I still dab with the old Burnzomatic blazer torch, man. This looks like a crock pot to me. That's kind of what it. I was thinking, like maybe shop vac. Dude, it's a crock pot. It is not a meth furnace. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the chat room's in there, maybe they can let us know. Once again, I'm really not going to argue with Bike about anything. Yeah. So, so whatever room, he wants to call it. The so. chat room said they voted. My nickname is going to be Grambo. And that that thing's called the meth furnace. No, that that just number came one. In. You can't even see the chat room. 
I can see it from Shut the reflection your in your mouth. your giant glassy eyes, Tim. Shut your lion mouth. I can see it. In your my whole rundown went eyes. to sh- my whole rundown went went to shit here today. So uh, thank you. Like I said, going back to where we were going, poo. Thank you for hanging out with us here on the JDR. This is John Doe Radio Show live every Sunday. You can uh, listen to us and get our links through the Adam Dunn Show live stream technology action. Uh, we uh, set up. I had argued with the kid earlier. I was like, man, we should just set it up under the same event as last time and it all be lined up. But since everything else ahead of live stream is a new event mm-hmm. on the page, the Adam Dunn Show page, we would get buried. Yeah, I had a In, lot of friends that were confused by how to check out last show, given that it was split up. Although when I went, you to gotta the, get to know live stream. Yeah, when you go, if you make an account, you can just get on there, and it's it's super easy. I'm not a internet fucking geek. I don't know understand. I don't know, man. It wasn't that easy it. for me, and I'm an idiot. <laughs> so just all you got, <laughs> all you got to do is go to livestream.com slash Adam Dunn Show. And then there you will find the JDR events. So thank kid for recommending that to us because otherwise our shizzle would have been nizzle. Yeah, Ryan, he's uh Don't even kiss his ass so much that you have brown on your nose. I wasn't I was just gonna say thank you very much for all the technical assistance. It's been a, talk too much. It's been a baller play. I'll I'll chill out. I got, <laughs> I'm some, just I got kidding. some fat ass dabs over here, man. I'm ready to go. I'm reverting back to the old asshole. So, if you listened to us last week here on the JDR, we're probably going to bring you something a little bit different this week. It's not going to be the Bitch Fest and the uh, the JDR show as it was last week. As it was, I think that the, uh, everyone but Butt Bike was just not dabbed out quite enough last show. So, we fixed that a little bit. No, that's show. not the thing. It was for me. Don't make excuses for me. Well, then talk for yourself. <laughs> Speaking Don't for make myself, excuses for me. I like to take lots of that. Because I... Gave a shiz ton of information that probably blew everybody away. And shout out that to already knew me. People that didn't even know me at the time were probably like, "This dude is such a moron. He has problems. There are issues that range beyond from front to center to back to end." And Jesus, but but we, see, we have to give a shout out to Chris Barkowitz for an amazing interview for show. It was up and down in the first half, but the second half, that guy... Yeah, make sure you check out the second half of the JDR. But see, I'm, I'm talking about myself again, so okay. stop it. All right. You got to wait, Chris. We're talking about Tim. It is the John Doe radio show, damn it. So, the, <laughs> the show last week was completely about me, talking about myself, how I'm making up for things. And that shit continues, and it continues to this day. And there will be plenty of more stories on that, but uh, we're going to try and make it a little bit different than what we did last week. Uh, Every week is going to be a change of what's going on here in the JDR world. We're going to have characters come into the show. We're going to have Josh, who is a writer and an artist himself, kind of configure things with uh, uh, another mind, I guess you could say. It's not just the same me and... Bike, even though Bike has way more funny shit to say than me. He's sick, by the way. I don't think we've made that 100% clear. Maybe we have, and I've just 
been so high that I'm rolling over myself. So I think we uh, made it plenty clear. Bike is I miss out it. sick, and we're super bummed. And the meth furnace is hot. So, but the Mike, kid, you're a dick. Ryan took the rig that connects to the meth furnace, so we couldn't use it even if we did. We're still doing an- analog dabs with a torch. Yeah, let's shut this off. Yeah, yeah, we're still hitting that off the. Uh, Wait a second! How do you shut the damn thing off? I don't know, but if you unplug it, it might turn off the show. So be careful. <laughs> that is true. You never know. How that to, situation that didn't get fixed. Having an email set up might be an integral part of oh the Adam Dunn Show studios. It might be the flux capacitor it probably that keeps is. this whole thing together. That thing's right going to take us into the future of the oh show. My God, God, we will just, you please give me another dab? We dodged a nail. Will you please give me another dab? I Line will, me up another. How dab. fat of a dab do you want, Tim? Should, uh, we, let, should we let the chat room pick that? Is chat. Dread in the chat room? How big a dab should I give him, <laughs> Dread? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Just do whatever you think I do. I, I'm sorry. I'm trying not to order you around. And nah, I'm, I'm, man. It's the I'm se- really it's reverting back show. to old JDR it's here. It's all just... good. Trust me. So, I, I don't give a fuck. So here on the show, what we're going to try and do is just you know change things up every week. Try and make it fun for you all. Try and make a fun conversation. Whatever that conversation is, not dull. Try and not have dead air. Try and not just have a ridiculous... Uh, uh, waste of time going on which if it's ever that then you know what we need to do is we do need to get a chat room bell together to where it's like uh, see there's a few radio shows I listen to and one of the radio shows by the way we we will probably have Steve Hager one of the dudes that OG legend of high times you stole it right out of my mouth. Thank you very much for yes, saying that. Yes, sir. One of the OG legends for high time, Steve Hager, is probably going to be with us here on the show. I'm not sure quite when he's going to be stopping in uh, sometime between now and the next uh, two hours. And I also am supposed to be talking with one of our good friends, one of my good friends, Justin Groff. Oh, <laughs> Justin. Who uh, became a good friend of me? Hold on, I gotta take a day out here. Justin and I recently became uh, Facebook friends after the the last show. I haven't met him, but he seems like a super cool cat. He uh, he's flirting around with that funky. What is this? Uh, this filter? Flirting around with that funky. That filter, just... like the filter that everyone's do. Everything on Facebook is like this psychedelic monstrosity of faces, of fucking weird animals in a psychedelic. I don't know what this filter is. It's taken over the whole internet. About? You haven't seen the. Uh, you got a picture. Uh, you you and Bike had a picture off of where it turns everything to eyes and animal faces. It's like a bizarre Instagram filter or some shit. It's the dream. Is that what it is? Yes. It's he the took like a dream program and put it through that. And I sat looking. Oh, at that it. was the shit. I thought it was like a elaborate badass glass piece from Illusions or something. And I clicked on the big scale one. It's like holy shit. It's like, that, That's a torch. That, to be honest with you, was the shit. Yeah, no, super badass. As uh, we made aware last week on the GDR, I... Hold on, I'm writing something here. I uh, took a trip into the wilderness of my mind. I can tell you that just monitoring the, uh, the comments, chat room, different things, live stream, Facebook... Your LSD trip turned out to be a big lingering question mark amongst the fans. What do you mean a big? L- they wanted more. They I didn't wanted read to know, that they shit. They wanted to know more. Yeah. Oh, 
I see where you're going with things. Yeah, no, everyone was still curious what exactly happened. You you're talked such about, a cheesy bastard. You talked about the uh, the chat experience with Bike leading you through Bike the Shaman, but we didn't actually get into the nuts and bolts of, as as a bit of a psychonaut myself, I've done a lot of different this and that. Did I, I skip? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's that? Did we skip anything at this point in time? So we talked about, hold on, because you're going into a great conversation. Okay. I just want to stay focused. And when I listened back to the show last week, all right, if uh, we would have just got to everything that we wanted to get to. More dads. So that's why I'm trying to stay a little bit more on topic here right this on, time. Right but on. but really when I say that, who gives a shit? Of course. I but like I said, the fans, the fans demanded it. So okay, so. If we're going to jump into anything, maybe that would be a good At some point in time, in. Steve Hager is going to be here. OG legend. Another point in time, I need to get a hold of my good friend, like I said, uh, Mr. Groff, and we're going to talk to him about glass. He also served our United States in the armed forces, and last week was a really big... Was it last week? I, uh, what what day ago. was it? I don't I don't have a computer in front of me. I don't know the exact day. But okay, we need to figure this... Dumb. Here in the last two weeks. Here. I have three computers sitting right around <laughs> me right now, and you have a flip phone. I have a flip phone. Show your fucking flip phone to the camera. This dude literally has a flip phone. Bam, flip. But we talked about this last week to where the, you flipped a car, so that's why you have a flip phone. Yeah, I, I had a decent phone. I had just gotten... We just moved to Colorado. I got, I got a new phone. I got a new car. Like, literally, my girlfriend, my mom, my two dogs, which pretty much represents my entire family at this point, was in a car on their way. I'm driving the rider truck. We're moving to Denver. Super stoked. They get in an accident. Freak Denver. Ice storm comes up. Mom, grandma, or my mom, my girlfriend, the two right, dogs. yeah, yeah, yeah. They wreck the car. Cars in the shop. Everybody's for, alive, right? The, oh, yeah. Everyone so get to fine. the point. So cars in the shop for three weeks, all farked up. Comes we already out, talked about this last I week. Have That's that. why I say that. Yeah, so it comes out of the shop after three weeks. I get the car. I'm driving back to Iowa to take care of some shit at three in the morning, and a deer pops out. Car's totaled. So that thing was just a, a sort of Damocles dangling above our head. Damocles? Yeah, sort of Damocles. You familiar? No, I have no clue what that means. Well, open up another tab in Google, and we'll we'll get another. No, ex- it's I, uh, it's like a, it's an old myth about a, a, a king. I know what I've heard it before, but I've I've heard it before, but I've never actually like explained in, in layman's right, terms in, in layman's short terms. time in because sto- we're in jumping stoner in terms. I'll explain that it's a king sits upon a throne. And he has all the power in the world, yet a sword hangs above his head by a hair at all times. Oh, shit. So he, this has, is some game he of has all the power in the world, oh yet he doesn't know. Will the hair snap at any time and come crashing down into his fucking skull? Like I said, I think last week we talked about I am still stuck in, like, uh, season mid-season three of Game of Thrones. I have never actually seen it. I just watched the the best of breast on whatever. What? Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that. Internet video is passed to me. I didn't think you were that much of a no, out of no. touch mofo. No, after Breaking Bad, that thing that crushed my soul, and I pretty much haven't given many shows a chance since then. I I had. Give it, I was watching Walking Dead and Better Call Saul, and then I moved to Denver, and I got all out of it with that. I hear Better Call Saul ended pretty badass, though, so don't spoil it for me, please. It didn't end or well, anything. Well, the, the, the first season. season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cliffhangers and all. I got I to gotta catch up. 
I got the uh, weird Latino cable package where you get like TBS, the Channel 2, CW, then like 15 Spanish channels. So it pretty much is just a uh, endless stream of uh, Spanish infomercials, Family Guy, and fucking reruns of Married with Children for me now. No more badass shows. (laughs) I missed what you said because I was producing the show here for a second. Producer Tim Martin. That's why you're sitting over there because you're so special to be able to fill time. Yeah, no, I can I can tap dance. I will literally tap dance for you people. If, I miss Mike so much. If we can get some sort of uh, shatter fund for the JDR Studios, I will fucking tap dance for you. I'm people. trying to cry here. All right, sorry. Didn't we do that last week? God, you ruined the moment so much I'm for sorry, me right now. I'm sorry. Please cry again. Ruined it. <laughs> Uh, no, so did you want to go into some topics, or did you want to talk about No, the, we were talking uh, about, uh, yeah, we're going to go into that okay, in a second. Right I just wanted to cover everything first, and then we just got a little bit out of hand okay. there. Because the it's rope fun. Dope. Yeah, that's what the damn show's supposed to be about. Yeah, dabs. Speaking of which, will you pass me back the rig while we're talking? You can come over oh, and come walk on. over again. Fuck I'm that. just kidding. All right, I'm not that mean anymore. See, without bike here, the aura just doesn't. Yeah, Stick but Mike levels everything out in his. He's weird... my shaman, and everything that he does influences me right now. Bike is literally like a curmudgeon with a heart of gold. Oh, I bug the shit out of that bastard sometimes, <laughs> though. Bicycle Holly. He's the like shit. a shoot from the hip type dude. Oh, for real. He's a shoot from the hip type hip type dude, and I try to get him to plan out things sometimes. Yeah, a little bit more than than what we do, and uh, it it just really doesn't work. And I think if it if uh, if this may break the whole concoction of everything that works with us, that if I actually ever did get him to plan out anything with me, or actually made anything that I planned out work, the the time space continuum would just shut down. Just going back to the flux capacitor theory, dude. The whole thing would just explode, and there would be. Nothing of value, if there is anything of value right now to listen to on the JDR, <laughs> that it would just go to Shatsu. Yeah. Well, you know, once we get to this LSD story that the fans have demanded, Tim. Hold on. We're not there yet. All right. More tap dance. Oh, my farking my couch, man. What was I talking about besides uh, Bike's situation? Well, we were, we were just discussing how Bike. All right. He's gone. He'll be back. He's not gone forever. He didn't die or anything. We don't know that, though. No, he didn't die. Why you gotta put shit out there like that? <laughs> He's no. just, like... No, bike's fine. Deathly ill. And he might have his ass coming through his mouth <laughs> Did he right say now. what it was? Was it the Bubons? Did he I, I don't know. He may have touched a dead squirrel in the middle of City Park that has bubonic plague. Oh I don't God. know, and that's probably not the case. And I'm the one... St- Spinning hearsay, dude. I'm just trying to put I'm a just little entertainment. You said he farked the dead squirrel. No, that is <laughs> not what I said. Okay, that is not what I said. And knowing how you misunderstand the literal word of fark, <laughs> and knowing how you meant that, no, bike, well, did, bike that... did not squat on a squirrel, and and he got stuck. No bubonic she... aids. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. Oh, Jesus. I'm being horrible, but you're ten times worse. I know, but that's kind of my thing. 
Zamboni drivers I, were, uh, were a crude bunch. <laughs> Just to remind everybody that you're a Zamboni driver. <laughs> Shout out to all those hardworking janitors. No, you're retired. Yeah, no. I ha- they're, they're all those hardworking janitors out there that get to call themselves Zamboni drivers out at the bar. Retired farking Zamboni driver over yeah, here. Yeah, man. Now I'm a Colorado man, unemployed. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. We got to find this dude a job. I've been doing a lot of trimming. I've been job a lot. is a smart I've ass. Been finding a oh, lot of good so you jobs. so you came to Colorado and you found a job trimming. <laughs> I That's did. so obviously yeah. original. Yeah. That's fantastic of you. Well, dude. it's it's like it's it's friends of friends and oh friends my. of friends. It's no like I'm not badged up or anything. I just go out and help out friends when friends need help. I really try not to blame myself for the whole. <laughs> you you put ha- it out. You have to take some like literally. You influenced my. Dis- I was a fan of JDR back since 2010. I could also say and you invited me. I, you were in my earballs and you said Josh, why don't you come out to Denver? And I said, I think I will, Tim. And I'm going to bring my whole family with me. Oh, God. Bunch of assholes. Your family is not assholes, no, by no, the way. No, that's literally my mom and my girl. I have not called you an asshole to this point in time. No. There's some freaking fecal mites nah, on this my, guy. Oh, like, it looked like I got a hair on here. I'm see, like, I'm glad. See, on, I'm over on Mitch's mic, and once again, my girlfriend is uh, 100% Jewish broad, so I have the uh, the luck. 100%. I got the luck of the Jew on me, so I always try to take Mitch's mic because I know the Jewish people are a very cleansly people. No fecal. Oh mites. my god. No fecal mites on a Jew. Jewish broad has never been set on this show ever. That's. I hope she's not listening one. because most of my friends. For the first like six You're months, you're probably I gonna die her. now. She, everyone just called her. He's like, the, "Is the Jew broad?" And that eventually, got, that eventually got shortened to just JB. So is, is JB around? And I'm like, "Nah, she's fucking. She's at work." Anybody listening right now, just know I had nothing to do with this. I he love, said that completely off the I top of his heart. My girlfriend very much. We'll be together five years in March, and we're going to Jamaica. It's gonna be badass. Bill Bransky in the chat room asking, what's the subject? Really, the subject right now is getting to the subject and a lot of nonsense. A so, lot of nonsense. Um, we're supposed to, like I said, reminding you, uh, Josh Grambo over here, the other dude you hear talking, is uh, just our our homie, dude. The dude that's going to be with us probably, uh, hopefully for a long time. And a character filling in for bike this week. He's a writer. What else have you done exactly besides be Zamboni driver? <laughs> just a, a real little, quick. Just a little bit of comedy, a little bit of writing, a little bit of improv. Love certain shows like you know, give a shout out, comedy bang bang, things of that nature. So he says that he can possibly give something to the show. So maybe a little something today, right now. Other than just listening to me, you have him here, and then I know many people are just hugely disappointed that Bike is not here, and I so am I too. But I'm pretty bummed myself. We're not confirming the plague or anything else. I just hope he gets better and he feels better. Also, Steve Hager is supposed to be here in the studio, OG over at High Times Magazine, and has plenty of stories besides just being a part of uh, High Times Magazine and someone. Uh, I've got to meet in person a few times at Cups, a few times traveling around. So I'm being very interested to talk with him. We can talk with him about the history of the High Times Cannabis Cup as it stands up until now. I mean, there's, it's hard to describe the cup and events like Chalice that happened in California. Number one, because I've never been to Chalice. And two, it's just hard. Most people haven't. 
Most people have not got to experience that situation, and it's something that really instills something of a certain pride in you Mm -hmm. and a certain counterculture subject. It seems like it's getting more and more commercial. More people are getting bummed out. But that's not what we're talking about. But it seems like like the guys in Chalice, they're they're doing it right. They're doing it right. Chalice, respect to to Chalice. They had a full rosin category this year. I mean, respect to rosin. That's... I'm not taking anything away from High Times at all. One bit and... No, I you butting to, in like that, like you said, you kind of made it feel like that maybe no, the High no, Times no. Cup wasn't. No, see, because I, I could, I can already hear the clamor of all of the Denver cannabis connoisseur folk that have that attitude of snarkiness about it. I still love it. I, I've only been to two cups. I I love it. You know, my first one was last. The history year. of it doesn't even begin to start with Colorado. No, you no, can't even God, begin no, to judge no, no, anything no, no. that has happened here with the cup. And I'm no, not trying Amsterdam to brown nose. I'm not trying to fucking suck some balls here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just trying to reiterate history as I know it and have a respect. So yeah. that's one thing here. The JDR we're not going to hold any. No, bars I respect on. all the High Times crew. I am an active listener of Free Weed with Danny Danko. I love that show. I wish they had more episodes. Why are you flipping a Yui right now, buddy? I'm just saying. I I was only bringing up the corporate aspect because I can I'm hear kidding. all the snarky comments already. I'm kidding. Yeah. All right. So. Steve Hagar, like I said, is supposed to be here at some point in time. I thought Adam was possibly going to join if us. Anyone Adam has Dunn. Adam's cell phone, blow him up because we want to try to get him in studio. No, we, he's got shit to do. <laughs> Does he have stuff to do? Yeah, let me. All right, I'm finished with this and we'll go into the okay. trippy shit. Cool. Uh, Adam Dunn, I thought he was going to be here in the studio. He joined us before, kind of said, What's up? Introduced the situation with possibly having Steve Hagar in the, sh- in the studio. And uh, I was like, oh, that's sweet. We're going to have Adam. Two cannabis cups. But I guess he's, he's super busy. So yeah. <laughs> if you want to catch Adam, where I'm going with that is not that I'm super butthurt. Adam's not going to be here. But uh, it's a segue into make sure you check out the Adam Dunn Show. That happens on Wednesdays. Mitch Shinasa, bike, a cast of characters. Jesus, just punch the mic. Uh, tons of people. In, like I think when I was got to when I was able to break away from work and checked in last week, there was maybe like fifteen people here in the studio <laughs> yeah. at one point in time. So make sure you catch out the stories, the knowledge dropped on that show, and all the shiz nizzle that happens on the Adam Dunn Show. That's Wednesdays. And you can catch all this on the AdamDunnShow.com, whether it's happening live or you can catch it uh, after it's been recorded, which is fantastic. Fantastic. Yes, they're kind of sloppy on their iTunes feed. As a Adam Dunn Show fan, I listen to a lot of stuff on iTunes because I don't have time to listen to it live. But when they do do a mega upload, they throw up like 10, 12 episodes at a time. And oh, it. iTunes? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was a big iTunes guy. That's how I found uh, JDR. You don't have to be negative to our hosts here, dude. No, no. I'm not, to, oh, I'm just razzing the, the kid. You don't have to promote the, the, if the I were harshnessity. To, if I were to introduce myself like two months ago to either Mitch or Ryan, I would introduce myself. Hey, I'm that guy that harasses you about the iTunes feed on fa- on Facebook all the time. It is true, though. Yeah. You you are right. Yeah, I, I love I love Adam Dunn's show. I actually got into Adam Dunn's show because JDR disappeared. We you gotta have iTunes. Yes, iTunes is. That's big. the unfortunate crap of the situation. But here's the thing too: there are sites that stream 
uh, like radioio.com is a fantastic site that I listen to. It's got like Adam Carolla's show on it and his whole station, which I found out uh, Penn of Penn and Teller, yeah, what's his Gillette. name? Penn Gillette is a complete dickwad. <laughs> he is a major uh, strong, dude, strong personality. That we'll dude say. is a dickhead. He, he Jesus has, he's 50% genius, 50% st- stubborn asshole. Oh my but goodness! But he's, he's a very brilliant guy. It's hard. It's honestly, it's a fantastic show that you can listen to over there. But it's like so hard. Are you to talking about to. the uh, the church uh, pen or what have you? Whatever it the is. church pen isn't that his podcast is like the the church of Pendulette or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm a big podcast guy. It's whatever comes up on the radio IO channel uh, when I'm listening to Adam, Adam Carolla. I right think it's on. called the Pen Show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big podcast guy, so, so I always think of all these guys as their podcast. Adam Carolla show, all that stuff. So there's there's cool stuff. There's cool ways to listen to tons of different things, and I'm looking into those things more, including uh, uh, you know a feed from live stream mm-hmm. and upgrading technology with the kid who's just awesome. Without him, I'd be lost. Uh, is an iTunes uh, feed not a, iTunes. a possibility? iTunes is something that uh, obviously that we have to have, and that's yes. where I was swinging it back to is because even though you stated out a, a, a dick move there. <laughs> no, not calling anybody. Uh, no. It was Just, kind of a dick. As a fan. That was kind of a dick as move, a dude. As a legit fan. I, I watched the Adam Dunn show ever since episode two, even before Mitch was on, and when Mitch came aboard, the show really came together. So, <laughs> news, news, no, and it's, it's, it's so... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna say any comment about that. There's no comment. No. Comment. All right. I'm gonna wipe my nose off all the shit and all the dick of that. So make sure you check out AdamDunnShow.com for all the backed episodes. And uh, like I said, we're gonna get uh, as many places available for you to listen to us and Adam's show as possible. So as I get more concentrated and brainstorm some stuff and work some details out with some good people on the outside. So I've already got some great connections. Been in radio for a long, long time. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, Bubba the Love Sponge. We'll, we'll, honestly, we're gonna get to the uh, the tripping here in a second. Yeah, but. you hadn't mentioned Bubba the Love Sponge yet. You always said that was one of your favorite shows. It as is, well. and uh, I haven't checked that out yet, though. Hulk Hogan. Oh God, <laughs> good boy. Hulk Hogan caught in a sex tape saying some <laughs> really crazy shizzle. I thought the sex tape was the issue for like the first couple hours that the story was breaking. I was like, what the fuck? I thought this guy had a sex tape. His hot dog skin and Asian hair was a, is a staple in the pornog world, I thought. And then came out the rest about he's the, uh, he's the N-word guy up there with old Cosmo Kramer. Yeah, but dude, if you really... <laughs> this is ridiculous. Number one, I've listened to Bubba the Love Sponge for a long, long time on radio, uh, Siri- since way before he was on Howard Stern's channels, Sirius XM, uh, he's a staple of Florida radio, and really just one of the, whether you could dig who he is or what he does, it's the structure that he builds everything with. Which is what makes Howard Stern good. Which is what makes sometimes old old radio, tons of old radio, so good. Is because it has a structure and it has a script to it, and it's planned out, and it's something that's just fascinating to the people to like listen to for years and years and years, uh, over and over and over Howard to get Stern. to know people, Howard to get to know the characters, and see. Here's the thing: is <clears throat> Hulk Hogan was a huge, huge part of that show for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And the sex tape that just came out here is Bubba Love Sponge's wife. No shit. Yes. That's Uh-oh. so connecting that together. Oh boy. And for people that listen to that show, it just makes it real world connect into script fascinating. I didn't know that's that where I'm aiming the, for. You, you really have the details on this Hogan scandal. Well, it's just because of <laughs> my fascination with the show, with yeah. radio. Uh-huh. And I could talk about. So you're talking about Hulk Hogan's show? Did, no. You're talking about the Jesus. WWE. You mentioned he, he, you were, he was scrubbed off mm-hmm. his show. I didn't know if you meant that whole WWE fired Hulk Hogan. Right. Was he actively employed? I think they just scrubbed he was, no. the walls of his name. Okay, yeah, that might be the case, yeah, too. I think so. No, he was probably... I, dude, who knows what yeah, the, no. the thing is. I don't know. Anyway. God, this turned into such a boring fucking conversation <laughs> right now. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if people are digging the Hulk Hogan talk or not, but we can go into the goddamn LSD story. No, we're not going into that yet. (laughs) I haven't agreed to this situation yet. I'm not feeling it. I got to feel right for this situation. You want me to start by telling one of my own? Because it's funny that you had that experience. No, 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 no. We're not going there. We're not going to go there. All right. So anyway. I had a story. I'm talking about where I want to go with the show. Okay, right on. What makes it fun for other people and the whole point of everything we're doing right here with randomly talking about shit and me trying to direct things and uh, and push certain talk for a certain amount of time into a certain direction, which is going to probably make me seem like a dick without bike here because he's kind of the wrangler. And he'll slap me in the face. So I'm not going to let you do that. Another thing that I think a lot of people were asking for is a lot of like just what's going on in Denver. I know a lot of my friends live in Denver, knew more about what the Denver culture was before they moved here. And then once you get here, we'll talk about we will get into that. Yeah, yeah, that's for that's for sure. Uh, So random shit. Just like you kind of brought up. But just try and not pepper people with things. That's what I'm trying to say. So. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us, AdamDunshow.com. Um, harassing and forming Josh Grambo here to the function of JDR. And, and uh, that's a trial by fire. What I'm looking for. <laughs> While also being super pissed off that my homie bike is not available for us today. Which, like I said, we're talking. We're looking forward to him. That really randomly threw me off my headphones there. We're looking forward to having him back. Because without him, I tell you right now, I'm lost. So, I might be ready to get into this LSD story here. Right on. After talking about where we're trying to go with the show. Which the studio, by the way, I noticed looks a little bit nicer this week. So. Yeah, it's not quite as cluttered. But it's a very nice studio. Everyone's been talking about how pretty much it looks like any other studio you'd see in radio. I looked over to try and get comfortable because, you know, you like try and look around your settings and you're like, all right, I'm going to set into something here and uh, I'm going to kick back to the LSD trip that I just remembered and I I want to be comfortable. So I looked over and I'm like, hey, it's pretty nice in here. So anyway, we're at Green Lab Studio off of like 31st and Larimer. 
beautiful green lab. It's an awesome building, really. They're having the uh, Munchie Cup downstairs. What the, yeah, today. exactly. Yeah. Is the Munchie Cup going downstairs? Yeah, uh, my buddy is one of the promoters for the Munchie Cup. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's, they have bands. I saw a bunch of guys coming in with their, their rigs or their setup for their guitars. <laughs> We used to call it. In, in rig fact, doesn't mean what it means in, in, in the in the rock metal scene. A rig is also your uh, your pedals, your guitar, your chords, your amps, your cabs. That's also a guitar rig. So sometimes I speak in rig. Anytime I go anywhere, that's true. So last week, the, the, by the way, if you do hear music or you do hear craziness, that's what's going on. So it's a, such a cool atmosphere to be involved with. And have around us uh, Green Labs. I think it's an open party. Is it? Is it invitation? The I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe you might want to Google it. If I just if show open, up and come talk. down. Come down and hang out at Green Labs if it's open. If it's not open, then stay the fuck home and listen to the show. You're harsh. You're harsh. <laughs> I'm just laying it down. You're harsh. So last week I did take a psychonautic trip, which. If we get into, uh, which we won't get into too much, I would say I had the complete opposite week of what I kind of intended to happen after you would make an adventure for medicinal purposes. Right after you It wasn't like something that I tried to do recreationally. It wasn't, I mean, it was. I, that's stupid to say. It, it's fun, but also at the same time, I'm sort of the person that thinks some people would benefit hugely and do benefit hugely from an LSD trip that's clean, mm -hmm. that's good, that's uh, uh, something that that's not – what what word am I looking for? Contaminated. I'm a, yeah, I'm a big Contaminated is the, is the, the word. Contaminated the medical psychedelic movement. MAPS and organizations like the earwid.org. These guys are doing amazing work with uh, you know MDMA therapy for PTSD vets. You know, rape victims, any of these people that have, you know, major post-traumatic stress, which is something we're going to be talking about here a little bit later. Uh, it's super great for it. And, and yeah, I know what you mean. You had a bad week. And the last thing you want to do after you set a bunch of baggage down is pick up a bunch more. So when I did this, it was a it, it was a fantastic, beautiful time. It really was. It, so and but the main thing is with me, when I go into a situation of tripping and I'll try and never do shrooms. I never do shrooms again, probably. <laughs> I mean, I probably will because I'm an idiot and I say I don't do things uh, and I'm going to do them. But I can't get outside of my head. Mm -hmm. And that's something that certain people can do. And it's a recreational situation for them. Mm -hmm. And... I'm not a scientist. I've read good studies. I've read things and seen people who have done... I'm standing in front of... Or I'm sitting in front of someone right now who's probably tripped balls more times than a rock can roll over Sometime a fucking hill. We'll, we'll get into it. Anyone who wants to hear some DMT stories Jeez. someday. We'll, we probably we'll will right it. now, dude. That's why we went into this whole <laughs> right damn on. topic. Until Steve Hager gets here, we got another damn I'm two sure hours. Steve Hagar has some pretty badass tripping stories, if he, but he doesn't want to talk about them, probably. If you're... Driving in traffic, if you're bored, you're running on a treadmill or something, the first hour was hopefully meant to just entertain and stuff. And it's then hopefully up. we can get into something more focused the second get hour. And then up. hopefully we can have a guest. I intended to talk about glass this week, so that's something we may get into also. But right let's stay on this LSD there and tripping thing yes. here for a second, yes. all right? 
Am I forming you well? While not being too much of a douchebag? <laughs> you're, you're very, very nice. I'm laying it on pretty hard right now, the the uh, the character and the old JDR. So yeah, It's all good. <laughs> it's making up for the, uh, the bike. Uh, so, some people can get out of their head. And they can survive and flourish. And it always blows me away when I read stories online or I hear stories about people who have, like, taken a 10 strip, mm-hmm. 10 hits at a time, yeah. do washes with vials and throw it back and completely lose their mind. <laughs> yeah. I've lost my mind on shrooms multiple times. Uh-huh. Completely. They talk about what it's called ego loss. Oh, of course. So ego loss is... How, how do you describe it? It's, it's There's something that's... There's a part that's... of you that... Uh, the way that always broke down to me, if we want to get into super psychedelic weirdness, in a mushroom trip one time, I had this vision of the circle and the triangle. The circles being the perfection side of you, being the, but see, the here, most hold basic on, hold shape. But see, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. So... Because I think this explains. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But I want to say it before we get into it too deep. Is it's just kind of losing all your glasses, your shaded glasses, correct? Mm -hmm. Everything that that you would consider being like money, pussy. I gotta whoa meat. I gotta eat. All that is the ego. Why did you have to put that so literal? Well, just because that's that's how the ego works, my friend. And when you lose, it's hard when you haven't had a lot of psychedelic experience. When you hear people talk about it, you sound like a hippy-dippy weirdo talking about ego loss and dimensional planes and shit. But when you've done enough, you vividly understand whether this is uh, actual place you're going to or whether it's just like a weird, I took drugs and my mind does this. It's pretty much irrelevant. You know, the wheel was invented out of someone's imagination. You know, imaginary things come into being in reality every day. So psychedelic experience, whether it is real or not, it can be very transformative for your everyday life. And the ego death that Tim mentioned is one of the greatest after effects. Uh, Most drugs you can imagine like an opiate. Your, your body would tell you like, oh, we should take that. We'll feel good. And your mind's going, I'm not going to take that. I'm a fucking idiot. That's not good for me. Your body's like, no, bro, we're going to take that. Psychedelics are the exact opposite. Your mind is like, dude, we're going to do this. And your body goes, holy shit. No, we're not. We're terrified and we don't want to do it. But you got to just jump off into the cold water and... God, it's yeah, a, but some people cannot do that, dude. That's what I'm trying to some explain. Some people shouldn't. Some people definitely should. No, I'm not I, saying I've had that. a lot some of people, people in my life that if I gave them strong psychedelics, no, it, it would probably do damage. It's not for everybody. I'm not saying some people shouldn't. You're That's right. not what I'm saying. Right. Is there's possibly a place for it for every single person on this oh, planet. Oh yeah, in some capacity. If it's guided, that's that's and I don't For even sure. know what guided necessarily means. I mean, a professional, someone who knows exactly what they're talking about, someone who's been through it, someone that can help you out uh, to the end and not have it be a positive experience. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? And positive experience doesn't necessarily mean easy, doesn't necessarily no. mean that it's something that goes through smoothly no, uh, no. because that's... Some of the That's best things the, that happen to you after a psychedelic experience is the bad trips. When I come back, I, when I wrecked my car, I, I called up my friend who was my old tripping buddy back home, and we had a laugh because he said, man, you must have been kind of freaking out. And I said, you know what? When you've done what we've done, and we called it rocket ship rides, you know, because you just when you smoke DMT, you take off like a goddamn rocket ship. 
you, when you when things go bad and your immortal soul is trapped in a void and you think it might be for all eternity, that's stressful. That's real stressful. So if you can handle that. But you know that that's not even people that know that that's not something that's going to happen. For instance, like I said, the situation that I ran into, it's I get stuck in a situation of where I don't trust jack squat. Mm -hmm. I don't want anything to do with trusting somebody uh, else with my mental capacity. Because here's the deal. Sometimes I don't even trust my goddamn old mental capacity. Right. Which 90% of the time I don't. Which is probably why I can't function recreationally or fun off of a heavy dose of some... LSD, uh-huh. mushrooms, whatever the hell it is. Because that shit is not fun. It's, it's it's not fun at that certain point in time. And it can possibly cause, in my opinion, more damage than what you're looking for. So you have to approach it in a situation or with someone in a positive manner. And no matter how much you try and argue it, no matter how much you try and argue it, uh, having someone on the outside that can direct, I think, where you go is in some way probably going to be a positive experience but see here's the deal I'm not a scientist and so that that scares me to think that I'm saying hey you can have a positive experience with everybody in the world right. can, can somehow do it with another person involved I would say what? But, but here's the thing here's the thing what if it doesn't <laughs> well, <laughs> what I, if it doesn't what, if, what hear... if it screws up your Neurons and everything firing off, and even if you've got somebody on the outside. Well, here's the thing: if you're new to anything, start small. And I, and what I, I don't hear you advocating everybody doing it. What I hear you advocating is have a battle buddy. If you are gonna do anything, have a battle. Have a battle buddy. You gotta have a friend who is in oh, it to win it. All right, with I, you. I'll go with that. Yeah, you know, you gotta have a, a double team on this sort of thing. When I did all of my intense intense psychedelic experience it was always with the same guy we had a oath a blood oath we wouldn't do this shit with anyone else because we were we just had this connection where every time we went we had a great time and anytime we do it with someone else it would get a little hairy in spots freak me out when you look at me like that he's looking at me like across the table <laughs> with such joy and wonderment of experiences of past. I, I have to really, I have to state it out loud that stop me if I start talking too much about my DMT story. The, the, the old saying, if you ever watch the spirit molecule, there's only one negative side effect of DMT. And that is if you smoke DMT, you will never stop talking about it to your friends ever again. That's the only downside. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Dear God. But you will annoy your girlfriend, your mom, no, anyone that will listen to you. You will annoy the dick out of them. That's not true. You just might be an, an annoying dick at that uh, no, point. No, you no, just no. might be an annoying dick. No, you, you see the look on people's faces. When you tell them DMT <laughs> stories, all they want to do is go out, run out, and go do it. But the thing about DMT is that it finds you. You don't find it. It walks into your life when you're ready, and then it walks out when you're fixed. No, you're being... You, that's way too spiritual and spherical, <laughs> dude. And I am such a fucking like realist poker player numbers guy in every aspect of my life, other than psychedelics. That's there's some weirdness there, man. I can't put my finger on it. And because maybe you're just weird and out there. Maybe, maybe you've done too much. Maybe, man. That's why I don't do it anymore. I did do quite a bit. 
Uh, I got somebody in the chat that's asking me to ask you, which, by the way, we'll get back to my experience here in a second, because for sure you won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, lordy. I'm kidding. He uh, is asking Grambo about, yo, what's up with 710? Uh, 710 glass, 710 the He said, event. ask Grambo about 710. 710? I don't know. My buddy owns a head shop called 710. They're good people. Oh, that's probably it then. Yeah, maybe. Are we, do, are, are we doing a blatant plug for Russ I don't out know, there man. at 710? Dude just got me to ask you about in, it. In so. between Pecos and Huron on 104th? Stop in. Right next to Natural Selection. Go in. Tell them to get back the Chem 91 in their stock. Tell them that you're not going to shop there until they bring back Chem 91. I'm, I'm going to ask this one question right oh, now. All right, sir. And he's going to we'll, – we'll, we'll think of what the after effect or the punishment <laughs> or reward will be after I ask you oh, this right. question. I okay. don't know if I want to answer anymore. <laughs> Too bad that's when you stepped in the studio. This is what you do, get to I deal with. I did sign a confidentiality reverse confidentiality. Agreement. You didn't sign shit. Yeah, you're just here on free will. <laughs> if we want to waterboard you and you agree to it, you're here on your free will. We didn't keep you here. Well, I haven't agreed. To is there China else. glass in this damn shop? Um, I don't. I I would imagine that there's probably a, a no. Not eight, Jeff. You be careful about what you say. This is your friend's shop. I would homie. say that there's probably a, a bargain bin section where there may be some china glass. I'm not 100 percent sure. They do when you walk in there. They have little Colorado stickers they put on every single piece All that right. is made in Colorado, so it's easily identifiable when you're buying something that isn't. If they do in fact sell, which I'm not prepared to admit that they do. All right. You want a sponsor? <laughs> Russ, give us a call if you want a sponsor. <laughs> Seven thing glass. We do have uh, places to input your product for around two hundred a month, which is not too bad at all when you consider We're looking at you Incredibles. The amount of Oh man. You are treading on very thin ice right See, there. I am I you can check my Facebook feed. No, I no, am, no, no, I am no, no. Incredibles. You obviously have no clue. Did you listen at all last week? I did. I was here. Do you understand the people that are involved with Incredibles and their story with me? Yes, but they're good people, you know. They are fantastic, amazing people. We don't. I mean, we. They want probably that, D might that, are, be that hold today, me right? at very, very, very large, dude. If he shows up today, which by the way, Incredibles is sponsoring. One of the events downstairs, so there's they, a possibility that Derek could show up here and come through the door and punch me in the face. Which I, hopefully I picked up my own incredible sticker on the way because I'm such a super fan of their product. I've eaten pretty much everything except for the Fireberry Bar. That's the only one I haven't tried yet. So anyway, that's <laughs> no two hundred dollars a month. Love you, Derek. You can get your name here on the show, which I don't know who would want to do that. Going back to the uh, trip story. Yes, sir. The situation that I kind of ran into, or I do run into every single damn time, is that I can't trust anybody, dude. Mm -hmm. I can't trust good friends of mine. I can't trust people around me. But after I kind of had bike guide me through mm -hmm. the situation I learned a little bit more of what trust kind of should be in real life right. where you need to kind of give up yourself uh, where you kind of need to just understand that things are going to work out that there are good people around you if you put yourself into good situations nothing's going to happen oh yeah 
you know, which is the ultimate story of tripping, DMT, uh, shrooms, whatever it is, mm -hmm. is that if you're safe with yourself, safe with the surroundings, safe with your people, then really there's probably not too much harm that's going to gonna come of it. And no. like I said, I got to say I'm no scientist. Well, I equate everything. But it's a farked up situation to put yourself in. It really is for people that can't get, can't let go. Right. Because you get to a situation to where you you end up with that trust issue and it starts to get into a cycle. Mm -hmm. And this may not even be when you've lost complete ego. This may be like before you've completely let no, go. No, no, no. Yeah, it's hard. I would say even on LSD, it's hard to lose the ego completely. That's what makes kind of, you know what makes mushrooms so tough is they don't cut the cord of ego enough. You're still there going, uh, oh, God, I don't like this. I'm not. LSD takes it a little bit further where you're like, oh, shit, I'm fucked up. I'm feeling good. DMT. There was. See, here's the thing is like I. I act like I know what I'm talking about right now, but really, I'm you've, just I'm talking you've from walked the path, my friend. I'm talking you've from the path. experiences of, of where I've been and what I think I've experienced. I by no means have like dive ten hits in and yeah. lost that much uh -huh. of whatever and how that much time. By no means, but I grew shrooms at one point in time, mm -hmm. which seems. Crazy for me to say that I don't know what I'm talking about. Did you do uh, jars? But I haven't done them that much. I, just, I, I did them a couple times, and it was, it was something that you can know my how, friends benefited from. Can I ask how, how you grew them? Did you do the jars? P I P ordered uh, PF Tech. PF, uh, it's a Salasabi Fanaticus. Uh, technique? Yes, that's uh, that's. I'm pretty sure that's, yeah, that's yeah. the situation. So you, you take your jars, you squirt your jars. The interesting thing about growing mushrooms, if one was to look on well, here's someone here's like shroomery.org, is that they are completely legal in the syringe that you get them. Or the that's sports. where I learned everything that I that I know from, is from shroomery.org. So they're legal, then you, you squirt the jars, and they're still legal. They develop mycelium, they're still legal, and then they sprout no. a pen, and then they're very No, legal. no, no, no. The mycelium... Is, is that is illegal? That, I don't think that. I don't no, know if it that is. Qualifies. It is illegal. Hmm. I'm not. I'm not. It's part of up. the controlled substance. Like, is it? Yes. Okay. Once you inoculate the spores, they could get you for conspiracy. Either way, if they wanted to get you, they would get you for conspiracy. You're talking too big of words right now. Manufacture. You're talking too big of words right now. All right. I don't know conspiracy. Salasabi Cubensis. We're talking cop talk at that point in time. I have no fucking clue what that means. The bottom line is the rules are plain and simple because I've paid attention to it. And I know, period, that you cannot inoculate the spores. Mm -hmm. The spores are legal. Yeah. They're completely legal. Yeah, you can order them by mail. Yeah, any, yes, any and I did. High Times used to have them all the time. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. In the back with the sea monkeys, man. <laughs> sea monkeys! <laughs> Whatever happened to the sea monkeys? The internet. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to... There's rigs out there where you can put a... We're talking about bong rigs that uh, have a... Fishbowl in them. No, I want to put some. Sea so it's kind of like how there. the torch tube is—a double sealed end <laughs> thing. And you put a fucking fish in there. No, it's. Well, yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to have a way to empty the fishbowl right, out. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> how you gonna lock a fish uh -huh. into a into a glass piece forever? Yeah, I don't know. You're like that? that'd be like some serious <laughs> Lord of the Rings. After like a month, you just have a dead fish floating in your rig, dude. 
God. I banish you forever. I know my rig ends up looking like a fucking lamb was slaughtered in it most weeks. <laughs> God, if it, I, I wish the camera could get in on our our trimming rig. This is like a we, probably a week worth of resin in there. Nobody wants to see that. Oh, that's disgusting. But uh, shit. So anyway, going back to what we were talking about. So I grew, and yes, it is it is legal for people to order up this. So we passed the uh, statute of limitations on this story. So should we say you allegedly grew these, Tim? Dude, there's no <laughs> proof out there other than me saying it. <laughs> other than you admitting, okay, it, then that don't matter for shit. Right on. I'm with it. I'm gonna PF punch tech. you. Why are you trying to be a narc? I'm just trying to cover your no, rear no, end. You're just my trying friend. to be a good friend. <laughs> No, it's fine. I wouldn't talk about anything if it were something that could get us into trouble. So, at this situation, you can order them. Once you inoculate them, it becomes illegal. Um, but there's there's certain techs, like what you had mentioned, the PF tech, whatever it is, that you can learn about on shroomery.org, that you kind of you build this substrate, which is rice flour, high in protein. I think is what I remember yeah, from it's, before. Yeah, it's basically like bees pollen. You got like honey. Rice flour, um, a vermiculite, but see, perlite. It matters what type of flour you're using. It matters what type of stuff you're putting into that because ones, it's brown rice flour. Yeah. It's the uh, more protein-filled stuff that you want to have included in this. And there's special mixes out there that, that people – you know, can learn about mm-hmm. from shroomery.org. And I'm not saying you should do this at all because this is highly, this is not, it's not legal. Yeah, this is it's legal this. for me to fucking talk about, man. It's not legal for you to go do. Yeah, it's legal for you to educate yourself. That's basically the point. So I, this stuff is all put together, and there are some things that make it stronger than others. Oh, there, yeah. it well, really it's just is. like growing cannabis. I mean, you got to have it doesn't yeah. grow itself. you got to know what you're doing. And the, the what's kind of crazy is that people don't understand that the, the mushroom is a flower. No, it's a it's, it's a, fun, a it's a, it's a fungus, fruit. No, 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 fruit. no. It's a it fruit. fruits. It fruits and is is technically flowering right. from the plant. All right, yeah, I could say that there's a flag. I could get that. if we get that's this, we put, this is the, putting it very basic. It's called the fruiting tank when you put it in. So this I'd is, imagine you're correct. This is very basic of how to put it all, and I'm not trying to get into 100 percent scientific or whatever. But yes, that that's a, a plant, and it fruits, mm-hmm. and the mushroom, blam, that's what you end up with. So. Oh, yeah. It's very difficult to do if you don't pay attention to detail. Cleanliness is your friend. It, yes. That's the hardest part. Growing them, they kind of do grow themselves. Keeping them healthy and not – because other funguses will compete for those resources. So if you don't clean your you know, inoculation syringe, if you don't clean your jars, you got – the hardest part about growing mushrooms is actually sterilizing your jars. Yeah. Your, sub, uh, your substrate has just got tons of – bacteria and all sorts of shit in it so you got to make sure your substrate is completely sterilized before you inoculate your jars exactly uh how did this there's turn plenty into of JDR ways mushroom growing because you're just super excited about being psychonautical that's it's something i have a little experience in so i'm just letting you flow with it right so on, i don't know if people are enjoying it no, i don't no. know if people are enjoying me so yes yeah, so i grew. just came in here to you keep trying to change the damn subject. I just want to keep you on track, brother. I'm kidding. I'm not trying to be a real asshole <laughs> here. I'm just playing it up like a dick. Damn. But seriously, stop trying to change the goddamn subject. All right. 
So, <laughs> in growing it, I mean, it's not... If you get it right, you have the right substrate. There's a very strong mix of spores, a very strong mix of, uh, of substrate that you can put together, and it changes everything. Mm-hmm. Dude, it changes everything about your uh, philosophy on life. If you take them, it changes everything about if you've never grown anything before and say, like, it was my first time growing really anything before, which it wasn't. I was already at this point in time fascinated with uh, uh, the the weed. Yeah, which is very difficult to grow if you're... And I already had a felony. So, <laughs> dude, I did some of the most stupid things while I was on my felony. Yeah. And have stayed got as clean <laughs> and have stayed as clean as possible ever since. Which on is the a, radio. Which is a complete back turn of what you should actually do in life and uh, while you're on some sort of felony probation or parole, yes. whatever it may be. Uh, so, yes, but I did get away with it. But And here's another specific story that I do remember. I uh, It's possible that an apartment complex almost got lit on fire by trying to sterilize some of this equipment that we're talking about. Oh, no. <laughs> because when you use a high... Alcohol content, I was not drinking at this point in time. I was just <laughs> trying to do something, and as a jumbled idiot as I am, mm-hmm. farked up and almost screwed everything up for a lot of people. Uh-huh. So here's another reason why you shouldn't do it, you know? <laughs> no, you should definitely make sure. If, once again, we're not condoning anything, but there are uh, places that do sell pre-sterilized jars and filled. Once again, shroomier.org no, will take care of you. Yeah, there are there are those situations, but see, even when you're in that situation, you got to sterilize the syringe and when yeah. you're inoculating, you have to build a clean box. If you're smart, you put your alcohol in there with and you you know what someone Swimmy, our old buddy Swimmy, he had a box you know that was like a 44 gallon tub, <laughs> cut circles in it, and you know like the Homer Simpson nuclear facility where you put the gloves in. I have no clue what the hell we're talking about right Swimmy, now. Swimmy, you know, someone who isn't I've me. D- I've built that, all right? Yes, I admit it. My buddy's, right? my buddy's Swimmy, someone who isn't me. So uh, that guy, he built a box, and it had, like, duct tape with rubber gloves where you had to, like, open it up and I put gotta, your... You punched the mic there. I'm getting, I'm getting animated, people. No, Dude, but... you're moving your arms around like you're enjoying what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I tend to get a little hyped up when I'm talking I've about swimming. I've built a swimmy. I've, I've built whatever the fuck swimmy is, but we're going to name it that from now on. Well, swimmy's just my buddy. So no, we're going to name su- it the swimmy because the swimmy? you do put your arms into the situation and you're like, it's a... If anyone walks in right now, they're going to have questions. Nah, <laughs> dude, yeah, exactly. You you look like you're handling some nuclear material while you're doing Yeah, you look like Homer Simpson this. and shit. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the swimmy suit. Yeah, That's what I want to call suit, it brother. from now on. Clean box. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's that's a situation you do run into uh, if you decide to cake. Whatever the way you decide to do it. So, I got lucky with some of my first rounds of cannabis. Other than being raided. Yeah. <laughs> sure, some of the first what rounds was the of my cannabis. When you first started growing. I don't know. Let's not get into that. So, I... It, we can we can go there in a second. That's not right. where I was going. All right. All right. So I got successful, as many people do, through their first rounds of cannabis. It doesn't matter what they're using as far as substrate or whatever it is. They just read what they're doing, do what they're reading right, and bam. All of a sudden, it's just, holy shit, 
Like, I have this. And then it fucks up over time. It's really hard to grow weed over a period of time. Not necessarily for a short period of time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And I don't mean to insult anybody. So, I did that fantastically well for a while because I just followed instructions from other people that knew what the hell they were talking about, you know? Yeah, when you got the And homies. was really skeptical about any, like, old myths or, you know, use this or use this. It's things that seemed like they were uh, unicorns falling from the sky. Trim in the dark. Like, that is... You should tr- <laughs> you should cut your plants in yeah. the dark. No, yeah, we definitely always give them a nice little. little I don't mean period. like I don't mean like trim cut, your cut pla- the branches down, dude. Yeah, for sure. Because before all that shit gets uptake by the uh, the uh, the sun. Anyway, I'm gonna get fucking lost here. <laughs> Sorry. God, cannabis growing. You're is almost a, is as a, unfocused as me. Cannabis growing along with psychedelics is another thing that I could talk about for hours. Jesus I, Christ! I, I love I love the cannabis growing. That's awesome. Fantastic. <laughs> Don't you all people love the cannabis talk? People do love the cannabis talk. We'll get to that. Good, good. And also, Adam Dunn show talks about that quite a bit. <laughs> well. And if bike were here, I would talk about it a little bit more because this dude is becoming the aficionado of seeds and connecting people with everything in the world, period. End of story. So, anyway, so I got super farkin' lucky Growing my first round or few of shrooms. I mean, we're talking like I followed everything I needed to follow. I was living way high in the mountains at this point in time too. That's a good place which to do it. Not not necessarily though. No, no. There's a certain point where uh, it's good because there's not a lot of uh, bugs. Mm-hmm. Necessarily, as compared to lower, the altitude does make it better for you being able to keep uh, contaminants out. Right. I was just thinking more secluded. I don't want no. No, that the environment is everything. Yeah. W- when you're trying to grow, the environment is everything. Oh, I mean, you got to have like what ninety percent humidity yeah. at all times. That's ridiculous. And we don't necessarily live in a state that has ninety percent humidity, especially no. during the winter time. No. All right. In the winter time, this shit is like. Zero percent humidity here. Oh yeah, no, I can tell you that. Parking weather. I've gone back to the Midwest, having grown up there. I go there now. You haven't I, even been here for the winter. No, but I go back already, and I realize, good lord, I lived in this humidity my whole life, and never even realized how brutal. It you was. lived in a worse place, probably, for winter than we do here. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, definitely. And for the longest time, I was like, man, fuck you. People that live out on the East Coast or whatever, their winters are bullshit. Oh, and no. kiss my ass. Boston. Colorado here is the shit. <laughs> We're fucking awesome. We have the best winters. And I meant that in like a more horrible winter way. But no, we just have better winters. <laughs> like either way around, however you cut it. You don't get the black ice as much as what I hear. Black ice. You don't even know what, bl- yeah, know I know what, what black ice is. Yeah, I say, we get it, like... That's what killed Cliff Burton of Metallica. I'm going to rest in peace. We're going to put a camera <coughs> in your car. <coughs> my car? And have you drive around in the wintertime. Oh, my God. See, I'm a Zamboni driver, man. I got that shit unlocked now. I know. I can drive on ice for a living. I just realized that, that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that I'm talking to a goddamn ice <laughs> trucker. Literally, ice. I'm, I'm talking talk- to a goddamn <laughs> ice road trucker here. This fucker. Oh, yeah. Uh yeah, okay, so you're not a dread. I'm not, I'm not terrible, no. 
no, Dredd, when he first got here to Colorado, for people that know Dredd Smokes Weed, one of our good friends here at the JDR. Former River Rock grower. And uh, now is out in Cali. But he got here, and dude, he drove, there were times he drove a scooter. Oh, Jesus. In uh, winter and rain and everything else. And he absolutely hated it. I mean, he was not a fan of... I, I would hate it, too, but yeah. I'm talking about the wintertime. Well, especially Colorado hail. Was not That'd a, be cute. Was not a fan of the weather by any means. Like, the the harsh weather, winter weather, or whatever. Yeah. Kind of was scared a little bit, I would uh, say. Probably still is, to this day. Like, if he, he would choose probably not to come back during wintertime while he's out in California. Oh, once he gets out there, his... The winter driving skills are done. Maybe the only thing he misses here is his friends of the good people and the atmosphere and everything. Oh, in the, in the Besides mountains. weather where ice falls from the sky or <laughs> things are frozen. Yeah, so. essentially a shotgun blast from God. Yeah, essentially, I'd equate this fucking state. We, we our our house had to be like like plowed. One I don't day. know. It was, Shotgun it was... blast from God. That's really <laughs> no. I'm telling you, our on the front of our house had to be plowed. There was so much hail. I'd never seen. That's good like for that. me because I sell roofs. Oh dear God, man! I I couldn't believe. It. I heard the legends. But I never experienced I heard, it. What, what's the legends though? Just of the wicked. I, I follow like a show, a growing podcast here in Denver called Dude Grow Show. Respected dude and Scotty Real, fucking. And they just they uh, dude grows outside, and he always talk about how the the hail is just the bane of his existence because it comes in and just wrecks your crop if you have an outdoor garden without a sealed greenhouse. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. I see a lot of gardens that are farked up because of the hail and the weather oh, here man. in Colorado. Anyway, circling this back to what the fuck we were talking about. Back to the mushrooms. If it weren't for me today, man, we wouldn't even be able to hold this together. And I told you at the beginning of the show, you need to hold this together. I'm holding holding it down. I'm not holding it together, but I'm holding it down. <laughs> I'm kidding you, dude. You're doing fantastic. <laughs> and I'm um, just giving you shit. and Shiz. It's fun. Tim Flip Shiz. So we went back... To the weather talk here and talking about mushrooms, how they're not necessarily the greatest to grow. Uh, what's funny is that up in Steamboat, Colorado, up in this area where I was living, there are a lot of shrooms that grow up there. Oh, yeah. It is something that during a certain there. part of the year where you can go out and you can search the woods and you can find stuff. It's nowhere near like the Northwest or any right. other place. But if you can artificially create an environment that is uh, uh, something that, that they thrive from, even in a situation of low humidity, whatever it is, if you can control the environment with shrooms enough, uh, you can get some strong shit, oh, especially yeah. if you have the right spores. And one of the things with mushrooms that people don't understand either, and I don't know if you know or whatever, but most of mushroom spores of psilocybin, uh, cubenzies, I think that's the Sol- main Psilocybe cubenzies. What? Psilocybe cubenzies. Psilocybin. Well, psilocybin is the active. Psilocybin. Cl- I don't. You know what? Psilocybe cubensis is the genius of the mushroom. The fucking Psilocy- mushroom head that everybody thinks of. All right, plain and simple. Oh, um, uh, damn it! That's a uh, Adenita muscaria. No, that's not the what red I'm and white about. Smurf mushrooms, right? Yes, you're right, and probably a lot of other people thought of that, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. Okay. I'm talking about the regular mushroom that everybody the what ninety percent of people you're talking about like the gold cap, not, yes, not the po- polka dot. Yeah. Okay. Yes, the gold cap. Now we have arrived to our category. The golden teachers, as a lot of people like to no, refer to them, golden, and those are one. 
of what they call uh, there's Ecuador's there's there's all see and that's where I was getting to is that's all bullshit. Mm. There's really no difference between any of those names of spores that you can get. The online. ones that came in the Midwest that everyone would get on, on the DL would always be the Golden Teachers. We yeah, had, but we had a stash of the Golden Teachers. They're not okay. I should make myself a little bit more clear in this situation, so I don't seem like such a fucking idiot when I talk about it. Those are di- granted they grow differently in different areas, but There's, they have no different effect. It's no. the same well, exact mushroom, and the only one that just potency, does, I'd say. They're, yes, Some because of like, how like they're Afragonian grown. Afragonian strains are way more fruit. They're like the Blue Dream. They produce really well. I don't know well, about that. But they're not super potent. Like as potent as like the Golden Teachers, which don't yield a super We're talking about the same amount. class of mushrooms. Yeah. No, they're all the Psilocybe Cubensis. They're all the same genius. Just okay. like cannabis, you know. Okay. So, yes, you can grow. They're not all created equal. Like, no. by the way, when they first grow... They have the same amount of magic as they do when they get big. Yeah, oh, thank God. The first person I've heard that actually, when you get mushrooms I on the butt, myself, when people talk about, oh, I got this mushroom the size of my fucking forearm. It's like, well, I you, may be you stupid, just got ripped off, man. But I'm not stupid. Yeah, mushroom, people don't realize that once mushrooms grow past about three quarters of an inch, that's all the psilocybin they're going to produce. Like once they're, yeah. the cap opens up, you'll have your pen. There's a head. The cap opens up. That's they're hold not, on, but still is not it, ready. But when but, the veil, uh, hold, releases, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's that's a grower's tip. That's a big one. You're getting way too excited over here. Right? <laughs> Your fucking boner is sticking. I out. just like to throw out the grower tip. Jesus Christ, grower tip of the week. We got plenty of time. Pick them when the veil drops. I have no clue if Steve Hager is going to show up or not, and we have plenty of time. Okay, right freaking another hour and a half of this. BS with you. Well, we're going to have a, a revolution started by the end of the show. Well, possibly. That <laughs> had nothing to do with <laughs> Nothing. The, I the want nothing swimmy, to do with it. And the responsibility. is in charge of this one. This is ridiculous. I don't want any part of that responsibility. So, the, uh, the ones that I grew, after I had learned everything that I had learned on Shroomery, which I, because I'm so scared. Mm-hmm. That's the only really word I can use because I'm so worried, because I'm so unwilling to let go of my mind. At this point, it was something that I wanted to do just because it was a a fascination. It was something that it was a challenge. It was something, hey, hey, uh, I'm going to try it. You know, it was nothing like I, I was like really wanting to trip too much it's scary but see part of it did play into like if i grow it then i'll know exactly where it is from what exactly how clean it is all this blah 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 blah. yeah but at the time it was mostly just this situation to where i wanted to learn something and accomplish something that had knowledge Mm -hmm. that was counterculture oh yeah way 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 getting into jdr was something that uh, I really thought was exciting more than I wanted to experience it. Mm-hmm. So I followed everything that I needed to follow, took care of everything that I needed to take care of. And all of a sudden this one day I have this whole, you know, caked out a uh, huge <laughs> bin and these fucking shrooms like popping everywhere for like, Dude, I can't even describe it. The The amount of time that it took from when the light hit the mycelium, which triggers the shrooms to come up. These motherfuckers grew like jolly green giant shit, dude. Quick. 
very quick. And, and it was fascinating. And I knew shrooms grew like that. But mm-hmm. until you – here in Colorado, we don't see a ton of shrooms. We really don't. You all of a sudden, one day, there's shit in your yard. Mm-hmm. These flat-capped things that you, if you ate, you would probably die just <laughs> yeah. from the amount of crap that it dug from the – Right. <laughs> the shit that sprayed on the streets and all this shit. So, I'll, dude, it's peppered. And then – just explodes, dude. Just caps on caps. Dude. I'm, I mean, yeah, and a few of them, like you were t- telling, you were saying, like this shit was like a butane can, <laughs> like a butane oh, yeah. can. Some thick. of them will hog like the whole cake by themselves. You got to take a picture of that guy. They stand up like a candle on it, top of a birthday cake. Yeah, but if you if you you have this mycelium all together, and the more you spread it out over a substrate, and bury it, and have it, it'll grow. It's like a once it takes over the jar, then nothing else can compete with yeah, it. Yeah, it's it, like it's, mold. It's mold. It's a gorgeous it mold. white mold. It's pearly white, and that's how you know it's not good. Like it'll turn yellow green, but yeah. if you got pearly, it's just like roots. If you got pearly whites, man, you're also you're I think there's good. this this offset that it gives where it's like there's this fluid on top that is uh, penicillin, isn't it? Like it's a it's a it's a very raw form of penicillium or penicillin. I don't. Huh. Anyway, I'll, I'm I'll trying to, to remember that. shit. We talked last week on the show how I can't remember things from two years ago. Yeah, I can't remember events for a long period of time. And now but we're I'm, talking about I'm dragging things in converting to psilocybin in the hypothalamus. I'm dragging things back to Bullshit. yeah, I'm dragging things back to you know a time where I'm. It's crazy how much I do remember that from. <laughs> so you end up after that doing so much that you fell off. Of no, the, getting back to the the grow of it. If you do it right, it obviously turns out into a fantastic situation to where you're successful, uh, just with anything preparation. Yeah, good knowledge. It's you, the uh, it's you the can seven, do it right. It's the seven P's, as they say in the army. Prior preparation prevents piss poor performance. Unless you're like trying to play basketball or baseball or soccer or hockey, you could probably practice as much as you want, and you're still not going to be as good as the best bastard out there. I don't know where I was going with that. That's no. just. <laughs> I was just trying. That's to, a different conversation. I was trying to bring back people to the world. <laughs> I was trying to crown people again because even if you think you're going to be perfect, there are certain things you're not going to be perfect with. Yeah, no, that that's a different conversation. Some people are just intuitively, genetically fucking badasses at things, and Ex- you're not going to compete with them. Exactly. So, but if you do follow the laws of nature when it comes to growing, you end up with a situation where there's these. Little bastards that can really fark up your world. Well, here's the thing. Like, anyone who's not familiar, I always tell them, do you know what the gypsy's curse is? The gypsy's curse is getting exactly what you asked for. And I remember there was a point when I wanted lots of mushrooms, really strong mushrooms, and I wanted to do them a lot. That's what I wanted. And then the world, in one way or another, provided that for me. And I remember sitting out in the middle of the woods of southern Iowa the night before my buddy's, like, memorial benefit concert, thinking, what the fuck am I doing here? Why did I do this to myself? And I promised myself, I swear to God, if I wake up sober tomorrow, I will never trip again. And I, that was, like, a, fuck, a couple years ago, and I've probably only tripped, like, two or three times since. And the most recent was on 710. During the since there was no seven ten cup, I went back home for the weekend 
And uh, a buddy just goddamn peer pressured me like I was a teenager. That's probably what they were talking about here with the 710. Maybe. It could have been 710 Cup canceled. I don't know. I mean, I think everyone know about that. Grassroots, right? Everything fell through. What? I don't... No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about your trip. Well, you so, brought up 710. Didn't you just say that you went back and you tripped? Oh, on 7... Oh, bring up 710. Jesus criminy, you're lost. Oh, okay, all right. Well, I didn't know that the homies was in the chat room. I'm talk, sure you probably some, have some friends in the uh, chat room. Well, apparently I do, because the homies is bringing up the, the 710. That's what they were talking about. Yeah, no, we pull up to a, My buddy picks me up in the airport, and it's a left to go to his house, and he takes a right. I'm like, okay, well, you know, we're doing something. I, I don't give a fuck. Pulls up at a Pizza Hut, you know, or a Domino's or a Little Caesars, whichever it was. I think it was a Little Caesars. And fucking goes inside, comes back out. He ain't got a pizza. And he comes back in, and he has a big shit-eating grin on his face. And I just know something in this night is going to get funky. And sure as shit, he pulls out the little strip of the something-something. And the peer pressure session begins. It was really, it took him about five hours to convince me. Because I swore a blood oath to the golden teacher gods that I would not do this again. And he wore me down. And eventually I had a nice little night on 710. Nice. It was, was it nice? Yeah, it was pretty fun. We only took one. We took one little piece, and uh, God, towards the end of the night, I like the the weirdest thing. I'm sitting there, and no one else is around. And this music video from the '80s with this chick with like a, a reverse mullet with braids comes on, talking about how she doesn't want to get fucked or something. I can't remember. And it was blowing my goddamn mind. And I don't know why this music video, because the moment everyone left the room but me, and I was left alone with the TV watching this music video, and it fucking, that's why I commended you about your trip as being alone. It You're is crazy. A, it's a different animal, man. <laughs> taking, taking psychedelics alone, you are a beast if you can handle that. You know, like, I don't mean to be offensive or anything to anyone that does take psychedelics or whatever, but like, and I get it to a certain extent or whatever, but it's just every person's experience is so individualized and I'm such a close-minded fark when it comes to like certain things and uh, not as much as I used to be which is fantastic that I'm not but it's still pretty damn close-minded in a lot of situations you know when it comes to like trusting people mm -hmm. I shouldn't say close-minded because that's a really bad Example of of anything, you right. know. I'm, You're not. I'm pro. Off against I'm pro for people. Yeah, I'm pro fucking everybody. Yeah, it's you know, pe people are great. But I'm close-minded as to believing people. I don't know what it is. It's my entire history of my life. It's everywhere where I've come from. When I worked in journalism, it was something that I truly, truly, truly beat into myself and believed, and got into journalism and a, a media writer. When it was kind of on the fall, everything was falling away as far as the industry. Mm -hmm. I had to burp there. Yeah, oh boy. Excusez-moi. And uh, <laughs> so everything was kind of falling away as far as that industry. And so I was like, one, a really young, really like into the idea that I could save this. I could do this. I can have integrity. I can, uh, you know, somehow. Be a part of the good part that saves everything. So I really paid attention to a lot into my sources and making sure that I vetted everything and was as best of a follow the line reporter that you 
you can have. And maybe my history hugely played into that becoming just ingrained into my life. From then on, man, it's like I have to have two sources for everything. I never believe anything at, at, a, at a certain point. I never give up that that trust until I personally know. You know, there's no trust of like knowing it exists. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, dude, check this out. Oh, no, I, I can't go. Well, dude, it's there. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. I didn't ever see it. Right. You know, I mean, which it, is a it's good just, way to live. It's irrational. A lot, of times, a lot of percentage of your life, that's a great way to live. Yeah, but it's irrational at certain points. It really is. It's yeah. really an irrational way to try and go about life and go about specifically what we're talking about with this uh, trips and LSD and mushrooms, whatever it is. I, I, dude, if it, it, I huska. Ayahuasca. Yeah, ayahuasca. <laughs> yeah, no, and there's new things like Ibogaine and things I who? that are curing opiate addiction, they're saying. They're claiming this shit. Ibogaine. No, I, that exists, and there's there's yeah. things out there that, that for sure, Ibogaine. Aboga? I think it's called Ibogaine. Yeah, well, it's the go- Aboga is like the street name, and it's, Ibogaine's the actual It name. can be used in, uh, in Canada. God yeah. damn it. I can never say Canada's name right. Yeah, no, I got a lot the of The second friends. I started mis pronouncing Canada and making fun of just Canada. I did, I can't go back to just saying Canada. Anyway, um, so going back to giving up trust. That's something that you really just kind of have to do. You can't if you not go on. into a situation when you're tripping and and think that something on the outside is going to affect you and screw you for life and you're going to get stuck this way and that people are going to harm you. That's not something that that, that you can do. Mm-hmm. And see, not trusting the... Not trusting your surroundings, not trusting the people that are with you, not trusting all that. That's the key, I think, to just letting go. That's something that I couldn't do. And that's something that I learned this past time hugely, hugely, hugely from. I'm not even kidding you, dude, because I wouldn't have been able to make it through this process without having, you know, bike kind of guide me through it, uh, be that anchor, reached out to a few other people as I'm kind of, you know, losing my shit as anchors. And there's a varied level of trust that you kind of have to go through in your own mind. And you either have to let go of that or another way is teaching yourself Mm -hmm. that you can trust people. You know what I'm saying? Well, that, the that only this way to do not... it is to do it, though, a lot of times. Like, yeah. when you are in that helpless state, like, psychedelics have this really dark aura around them. Because well, that's they, where they, they can that, take away all your faculties as That's where it comes from, though. That's where I was talking about. Is that That's where it comes from uh, as far as the medicinal side of things and connecting everything together that we've rambled on for however long about here and what I went through and what I... Uh, Learned, you know, is those hard things is, is being able to trust yourself, being able to trust the situation, be able to trust the people that you put into that situation. So to me, it's huge for people that are already at that place. Like mm-hmm. I really that's part of what I kind of look up to people that can do psychedelics so much that they're confident with going that far into life. It boggles me that if you can go that far into life, that you can delve that deep into your brain, you can lose yourself 10 hits and just completely lose your ego, that how 
it boggles me that you would have any insecurities outside of that or any other problems to do anything else. See, it goes away is the problem. No, that's not when what you, I'm talking about, though. You, you, you come away with it and you feel invincible like the next couple of days. No, that's not that's not at all what I'm talking about. Your baggage is just gone, but then the ego creeps back in. That's back the after effect. That's, that's not... It, that's not at all what I'm talking about. Talking I'm talking about, the, about the ability to let go and control your mind and just not give a shit about wh- what's... I, it just fascinates me. It's mm-hmm. a fascinating subject. Yeah. And like I had connected to... What, connect here right now, back to what I was talking about, is that each and every person's individual experience with it um, is... Is what makes it so fascinating. Is what makes it so not. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just so crazy how people can go. Damn it, my freaking computer's farking up here and it's driving me crazy, and <laughs> distracting me. What makes it fascinating is that you live through whatever you live through. I live whatever I live through. Your trip's going to affect you the way it affects you. My trip's going to affect me the way it affects me. There's nothing that I can do to connect you into that trip. Nothing. Nothing I can do to connect you directly into that experience. If I could put an HDMI cable out of my ass and plug it into a computer screen, plug it into an HDTV, and show you what I'm going through, that would be a difference. That would be something that I could explain. That would be something that you could possibly experience for yourself through my eyes. But it doesn't happen that way. Well, that's not life, and that's what makes life fascinating. And that's what le- you know. The lessons I've learned, what we talked about last week, uh, the experience that I went through, the experience that I feel other people go through. That's what makes it so crazy, dude. Is because, and it gets a little worrisome because you can even get even deeper into conspiracy theories of like. Okay, well, maybe you'll lose your reality during that time, mm-hmm. and you don't come back with the same reality, and you're messed up for life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But maybe it's just clear. I, dude, it's so funky to me. Right. See, the thing is, I've, do you see what I've I'm saying? This do you see where I'm trying was, to go with that? Just being in, confused of of and randomly throwing out shit here. I've been, it makes some sort of sense. I've been involved in the the you know. <laughs> cannabis, psychedelic world, just the drug world in general since, you know, for 20 years now, I've, I've never seen it. You know, I've never actually seen someone who's broken from psychedelics. Most of the time you see people who are broken for a night and they wake up and they fucking laugh their ass off the next day and never do it again. And then there's the people who it transforms their reality. And even people like me and my friend, he did military service. This is a guy who will jump out of a plane. This is a guy who doesn't give a fuck. But when we pull out the DMT vial, we kept it in a little salt shaker hidden away, and we called it the elephant in the room. We'd sit there, and we'd be like, so we'd be sitting out on the table, and we'd be like, oh, how are you doing this week? Oh, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Oh, and this and that. Meanwhile, we don't want to address the elephant in the room. Like, we're going to have to smoke this here. We've met tonight for the purpose of smoking this, and we're going to do it tonight. And we're both sitting there palms sweating terrified but we know we trust but that's see, we trust in letting go we no, know this is going to be great but Just stop right there that's that's what i want to get into in the future possibly with bike is it, I wish i w- wish that he would have been here this week so we could kind of talk about this a little bit more he would guide this conversation oh, so I'd much i'd love to hear his experience he would guide this conversation east coast kind of guy hold on he would guide that experience so much better 
for what we're talking about and be able to uh, because we've I've talked with him so much about this and like I know exactly he knows exactly where I would want to get to in this situation which makes this motherfucker so much of an individual that right. I don't I, like he blows me away like the, the amount that he's able to connect people with uh, the amount of energy the amount of, of just fun good times uh, shamanistic kind of abilities for the people that he knows people are he drawn just, to him he's in touch with the experiences that he's been through with life oh, of course and I look up to that the lessons learned being able to overcome all this other stuff so that's what made it in honorable and fun experience for me to deal with and go through and experience. So what time of night did you end up starting this? This is like seven o'clock at night. And then it was very good stuff. I went through like, I count them as kind of cycles because I can't get rid of my freaking, I didn't go deep enough to just completely cut, cut the cord. Well, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. Because I really, I don't remember for a few hours. There's a few hours that are really, really, really sketch. Where it's just kind of like, you know. Like last night, I went to go see Ant-Man. And there's this point in Ant-Man, which ever since I took this trip, dude, I've paid (laughs) attention to so much stuff that could be part of, like, you entering into the quantum spectrum. And where (laughs) time and space doesn't matter. Uh It's the scariest fucking thing in the world to me to, to think about. And that's probably why another reason why I can't give up my thoughts and all that other good stuff. But I notice it. I notice it in, in so many different things. There's the Batman that I watched here this past week. There's the video game Batman that I play. And there's just so many. We're fascinated with changing our mental position. Yes. Going from 3D to 4D or Change. whatever it is. So, God, I hope I can bring this back around to where I was going for him. Uh, but this Ant-Man, dude, like, if you enter into a certain unregulated spectrum, you never really come back. Like, you just keep <laughs> shrinking. Time and space doesn't matter. It's You're lost. You're gone forever. That shit just completely blows me away that if that... Your reality is only your reality. And that's pulling everything back to what we were talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Your reality is your only reality. So if you lose that shit, no matter what the fuck happens to make mm. you lose it, yep. you're screwed. There was a point in time when I was doing a lot, a lot, and I started to be convinced of like the idea. Not, not, I mean, not in a crazy way where like I'm putting a tinfoil hat on, but I had this, this weird feeling in the back of my mind that the, this whole reality is an illusion and when you die, you wake up in like a video game simulator in the future. What? Yeah, and I was sober having, having this thought, and I go, maybe I've done too much, man. Maybe I'm no. I still not because it seems like I still. I think of that slippery. today. I'm thinking of that right now. I'm like, what the fuck if we're not real right now? We might not be real, man. What if I'm in pixels, the video game we right now, be in and that shit just I hope to be flips the, tomorrow. I hope I'm in Goodfellas. It's a better movie, but. Yeah. That was not the point. <laughs> Pixels. You yeah. completely missed the point. Adam Sandler, you dog. It was a trippy movie <laughs> and something that if – never mind. But you're talking about Ant-Man and, and kind of feeling that feeling of – I like how you put it, the unregulated zones of experience, you know, because that's what it is. You take it your own risk. I, I, I took it with a friend one time. It was his first time ever tripping. He ate it. 45 minutes later, he starts puking, and we just laughed. It's like, bro, oh, yeah. it's already in you. It's, I puked. You're done. See, the thing is with that, if you throw up, 
What also, uh, here's the thing with mushrooms, particularly, uh, specifically mushrooms. If you have more acid, it helps convert the silly cyber, whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> I'm not a scientist. Psilocybin. Into psilocin. Psilocin. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> it helps convert whatever makes you trip from the shrooms to whatever the hell it hits in your brain. Yeah, the way I like to describe it is drugs don't get you high. They're just a key to unlock uh, unlock the drugs that are already You're, in your brain. So it like it's like super injection into your medulla oblongata. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> so I don't know if that's what's called. <laughs> no, I just I thought that was funny to throw in there. But no, if you do puke, it can have a serious... Uh, uh, Seriously skyrocketing effect. It can jumpstart it. Yeah, that's no shit. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. And how I lost, how I know I've lost my ego before. On, and getting back to the. Man, I can draw out a fucking conversation, dude, because this is getting back to the original reason why we're kind of talking about this uh-huh. is uh, ego loss and experience yes. and overall ability to be able to talk about this situation is because it doesn't matter if I did this 10 times or if I did this one time. I'm talking to someone who's done it multiple times. I have done it a handful of times, but the experience and how far you can go can't be described between the individual. I mean, you can so deep; it's unimaginable. I know, but you can can go, but you can experience it in a different way. It's fine, and that's why ego loss is the ultimate. Everything bad is, is ego. Everything reptilian brain: kill it, fuck it, eat it. That whole mentality of humanity, capitalist, fucking murder them all. That, that's the ego, man. That's, you know, we are like pretty much all one. It's, it's cr- I don't think it's there's so, anything wrong with being a fucking capitalist, it's by hard, the way. But it's also hard not to sound like a hippie. That's the thing. I'm not. You anti- are. A- I'm not anti-capitalist. I'm not none of those things. I'm just saying that when you that's do. That's what bugs me is, is people go into the, that talk right there, what you're talking about. And it throws. And it's not because I want to be thrown off or I want to be like, oh my god, I'm done listening to this dude right now because that's what the rest of the public hears. Right. With people that don't believe, people that don't understand, they, you start talking about that shit, yeah. a million miles an hour, they don't give a f- what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> they are done. They're no, done with you. No. They would never want to experience what you're talking about. That shit is crazy to them. It is not something that is medically... Uh, a necess- necessity. It's mm-hmm. something that is absolute opposite of medical. Right. So it, that's what I'm talking about. Like what I was talking about earlier. That I, I'm skeptical, and part of me is just like Jesus Christ. I can't trust and give in to another human being and be like, except for with weed. Right. I can get with anybody that's protesting weed or whatever. But when it comes down to like you talking about something that's not. And even things that are absolutely known, I'm like, huh? Mm-hmm. What are you well, talking that, about? And I don't mean to say that's why. Unless I, you're fucking Einstein, I had to make I'm it. I'm sitting here like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I believe what this bastard is saying? Why mm-hmm. can't I understand that experience? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if knowing that makes me more understandable of other people's experiences. Or makes it worse. One of my best friends. And that's what scares me about fucking goddamn mushrooms. Is that you end up in that situation and that train of thought over and over and over again. Well, my uh, my friend back home, he came up with this brilliant idea on a psychedelic experience. where He he was an atheist his whole life. And he came back and he's like, you know what? I came up with this religion called balance. 
It's just called balance. Everything in balance. He was like, I was watching this nature show where these like uh, cicadas, you know, go around eating crops, and then once they get to what the magic, hell is a cicada? Uh, it's like a what? A, God damn it! It's like a, I know what a cicada yeah, is. Yeah, it's one of those fucking uh, I don't know. It's a big ass fucking bug that goes that eats. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Well, no, it doesn't make that they, noise, they, but... Uh, they just die after a certain way. They could devastate the planet, but they just die once they get I had a cicada. I had a tree in my backyard, and there was a bunch of these uh, bugs that I had never seen before and never heard before. Well, I had heard them, but I was like... When one came flying at me... Oh, God. I thought that hell had come <laughs> up from Earth, it's from like the middle a, of the Earth. I mean, there's like these... a brown cricket the size of like a giant cockroach or something. They and they make these crazy clicking. Yeah, and then when you get a field of them, it sounds like the fucking predator is in Dude, the woods. Dude, when you piss them off, I'm tr- I truly believe when you piss them off, they make the noise. Because <laughs> when I had them, they would like land on the uh, the screen door or even fly in the goddamn Walk kitchen. Walk up and flick them off. The no, screen. no. Well, yeah, that would do that too. But uh, when they would fly in the damn kitchen. They would sit there, and then, like, you could... I finally got them enough balls to, like, grab one. Yeah. I mean... It's more balls than I have. Are we talking about the same thing? Because this thing is a huge, like, beetle-ass motherfucker. Yeah, no, it's like a brown, yeah. giant cricket cockroach. With horns. Yeah. It will They're punch like, you in your face. And they will decimate crops in certain places. Dude, oh my god. So, I pick up this motherfucker, and he starts, like, twerking... <laughs> and making this crazy fucking noise of uh, where it's like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, shit. And I seriously was like, I think we're about ready to get... Invaded. Invaded by yeah. hell. Yeah. These are hell's creatures. That, those are the aliens, man. Fuck the So spaceships. anyway, I don't know where that came from. That, and I don't have no clue where we were going with that. Nah. That just was interesting because those bugs are fucked up. You had mentioned cicada, and I questioned you on cicada. So where were you going? Well, because it's the I was talking about the religion of balance. Everything in moderation. What the fuck is the re- just like my buddy made up some bullshit? Okay, you, know, you can't when, just when he was up- high, when he was high as fuck one night, and he called it my new religion called balance. And it just and he because it was based on the cicada show he watched on the Nature Channel where they reach a certain population where they could decimate crops on Earth and they just die. All right, so here's the thing: is we do have this thing called the JDR Dictionary. Anything said on the show that's made up or something that our friends say, you guys fact check this shit. I am. By the way, in the background, if you hear it, there's the Munchie Cup is raging downstairs. Yeah, there's like. I think it's a stereo. At first, I was excited. No, I that think it was it's a, a band. Is it a band? Yeah, no, that's a band. I don't. If it's not a band, do I, I get it, to punch you? Uh, sure. I, I got a pretty good ear for bands. Completely reverted back to old JDR. In someday, this if, if the JD Army wants it, someday Uncle Grambo will play guitar for you guys. I, I play a little, a bl- little shreddy, shreddy type guitar, tar. So if I know ever, how we can solve this situation right now. I'm gonna look. Yeah, you go look. Tim's gonna go off camera here. He's gonna go check out. And he's gonna fuck fark up the couch before he goes. No, yeah, I I don't plan on getting punched. That's a goddamn ban. Ban. What? I don't hold it. Nothing you ever say is true ever again. That's gotta be a ban, dude. It's a fucking DJ standing over there. Oh, you just couldn't see the band, man. They're tucked down there. I looked down. There was a guy with a guitar with a uh, white reggae hat on. So. So instead of using inference... I am wearing both my cans today, which I normally I wouldn't do. All right, so you questioned me after I took off my cans and I listened. I'm an audio, audio engineer. 
I'm just going to punch you next time. All right, I, anyway, I'm out of punch. nobody gives a shit about any of this. So that's what's going on in the background. You were talking about a cicada. <laughs> yeah, we can drop the cicada talk. Yeah. It was just a point about the ego. All when, right. When the, you okay, okay, things. okay. The JDR Dictionary, which you've now added the religion of life from some friend that ba- you balance. knew. The All religion right. of balance. The religion of balance. Balance. But point being that the when you talk about like the ego being what's wrong with things, it's really that it's good to go make money. It's good to get girls and it's good to eat steak, of course. But if that's like your whole minded focus, that's a pretty shallow life. You know, really? I think so. So then what shouldn't see? That's the question that Seinfeld raised. Can't you have a cup of coffee with people? What is life? You know, what the fuck? When you sit and chat, that's like, everything I was just talking about. Is this that whole a waste fucking of life? time, dude, is like your experience isn't any it right. worth any more than anybody else's. Yeah, no, but to me, it weighs gold. Just so, because so you decide it, to do something, I fly the flag high because it changed my life. You may really. hate your. You may have done the best things in the entire world. You may have solved cancer, uh, uh, cured cancer. You may I, have I, I built may bridges. Future. You may have, and who knows? You may be good. <laughs> good for you. No bridges though. You can maybe build bridges, nah. buildings. Too God scary. damn it! Let me finish. Right on. <laughs> finish. finish your thought, brother. <laughs> it's like on a roll there. I feel like such a dick right now, probably because I am being a dick. <laughs> you could do anything in your life mm. and feel shit. Yeah. Feel like you're the worst person ever, dude. Yeah, if your chemicals. If are you're wrong. depressed and you're Albert Einstein, oh, yeah. you're Tesla, you're whoever, somebody that infl- Adolf Hitler, for example, on the other end of the spectrum, yeah. he probably felt really fucking good about what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but it was a really shitty, horrible human being and accomplished uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. That's the wrong way to put that. <laughs> I apologize completely. Not accomplished. I, that's that was completely the wrong word. <laughs> well, under the clinical definition, I gotta he, apologize. He did accomplish a lot. No, I gotta apologize with my Jewish friends because <laughs> that was not at all what I meant with that. What I said right there. The Jews are. He great did people. a lot. Period. Not accomplished. He did a lot. Yeah. What I was referring to was that he was a shitty human being, right. and somebody on the opposite end of the spectrum well, could f- sh- probably feels like. Hitler should feel when he was alive. Right. Feels like shit, but is doing everything possible for humanity and more. The British weren't too crazy about Gandhi, you know? So, I just, I'm, I guess I'm just questioning everything in life right now. It's all about balance. That's I've the, had a f- that's fucking the crazy week. I brought it up. You gotta, you gotta make sure you find the balance wherever you are. I, I used to be like a little bit of a semi-pro poker player. I used to do the online semi-pro thing back when the boom was happening and it's pretty much you know the the game plan of life is play as good as you can and you're gonna have bad beats the asteroid the deer is gonna run out in front of you the asteroid's gonna hit the earth shit's gonna go wrong you gotta play the best game that you can knowing that shit might be farked right how did you go from asteroid hitting the earth to deer hitting and vice versa whatever because that's just the random chance an asteroid could hit the earth a deer could hit your car cancer could come in your balls Anything could hit you, but you got to play. You still got to play good. You can't roll up and say, I might get cancer. You got to go play the game. You got to go play a winning strategy. You got to raise with aces is what I'm saying to him. Uh, I don't know that because I'm not a poker player. You three bet with ace king. All right. So uh, I was trying to hit up Justin to see if he was going to be around. I think he's probably working at this point in time. Uh, And then Steve Hager. I'm not sure. He's going to be here. Probably will not be here. Mm-hmm. So it's probably just us BS in here. Could have got caught up with the Munchie Cup. 
Possibly. Yeah, people I think could. that's where where people are. I could because you come in and there's a goddamn party right when you walk in. Yeah, it's not as it's not quite popping yet though. Mm. I forget. It feels like in here right now. It feels like it's like seven o'clock at night it and does. it's like it's super dark outside. Yeah, it's four twenty. For the whole week, I've been standing on a goddamn roof that's like just blasted down light and Jesus Christ, can I get out of this? Not the radio show, but the situation. You can come help standing trim. On a roof. You can come help trim sometime. No, that's <laughs> ten dollars an hour. Man, that's sad. Ten? That's it? Plus lunch? <laughs> you, you gotta find someplace else, man. Yeah, but it's the, it's the homies. God, people are getting like almost twice that. For real? Trimming jobs, are paying dude. Fifteen north of fifteen. Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen dollars an hour if you're. As a good Zamboni man, all you can earn is fourteen. What do you mean all you can earn? Well, in my back in Iowa, out here, you all got the Avalanche and the unions. Union? No, we don't have any unions. <laughs> everyone, I'm just saying, how is that all you're going to be able to? Earn? Well, I just say everyone back home is like, dude, go to the Avalanche, become a Zam driver. That's for the Avalanche. very limiting of yourself if you say, hey, this is all the Zamboni driver can earn. Well, they, you know, that's all up to management, man. I just drive the thing. Exactly. But what if you were to go to someplace else and it was like $60? $60 bucks an hour. I'd be a good little worker bee. Okay, well then. That exists probably somewhere. I, I don't think it does, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty pretty badass to make $60 an hour for sitting on your ass 15 minutes an hour. I'm finally glad you called me on my bullshit. Actually, something that was just trolling you like a motherfucker it's and a, you called me on it at <laughs> perfect time it's the dad i'm okay with uh, that channeling bike oh jeez. fire me up one of them if, if you uh, if you got a chance so you're hanging out with us on the john doe radio show we've been talking about just absolute ridiculousness life here the past uh two hours what it is god did somebody just die down there <laughs> yeah that was it sounded like somebody fell down the stairs thunderbolt so we just been BSing, talking about nonsense here on the John Doe Radio Show, filling time. Uh, we're feels pretty, good for me. We're because bummed. It, Bike it, didn't able to come in. We actually had a lot of stuff. I had written down bike stories. This was supposed to be the bike episode. You had if things that you had written down that I you did. probably didn't even oh, get we're, to. We're not even close to it. But this, so that makes you a remember, horrible producer. Do you remember last week? This was supposed to be the bike show. He joked, hey, I'm not coming in next week. And then sure enough. On the bike show. So we're going to have to squeeze in some bike talk at some point today. Other than he's not here. We talked about him, the fact that he's not here about 20 times. We'll we'll talk to him when he gets back here. All right. It's fine. We're going to have a bike show. We also need to get I need to get a text messaging system with bike and you and me. Yeah. So we can basically well, I got the flip phone, kick baby. each other. Oh, you. So just text me anytime. There's no, How do you even live with that, dude? Because <laughs> I got a girlfriend and fucking that's just all I do. So we've just been uh, talking about bullshit here for the past hour and a half. Life, uh, knowledge of LSD, knowledge of, of <laughs> other death. psychedelics, and all that other crazy stuff. And basically just nonsense, which today kind of got thro- thrown through a uh, loop. I was having a few people on. I was prepared for a few things. Um, but ultimately, ultimately, what all this leads to... This talk, this BS in, this going back and forth with each other is uh, 
just characters. Yeah. In this so improv- that's why I'm not too upset. And plus, this is therapy for me. Because I come in here once a week, get to do something I love and enjoy and bullshit and talk about absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's pretty much just been, and uh, dab. been a very uh, ego death talking about sort of show. Tim's now got a little low, so I think he's going to need the carp cap. That was something that, uh, oh, I wasn't handing you that, but that's all right. <laughs> it's like a marathon. It's a dab marathon. We're passing the baton. Oh, my goodness. I don't know whose carb cap that is, but I like it. It's a, it's a little shallow. I wish it went a little deeper. This is an er- interesting carb cap. I think it's a glass, isn't it? Yeah, we looks were like going we like to talk a little bit about glass, and here in the future we it's will fun. talk about glass on the JDR. Dabbing off the... In line, with the dude. This, hold on here. Titanium. I was admiring this little creation here. It's it's neat. <laughs> I like it. All the while, my throat is burning. What is that? Where is that from? That's uh, I think it's TC Labs. That's from the dispensary next to Seven Ten Glass Shop on Hundred Fourth Street, next door to Natural Selections. Come in. We nobody. They, we need money. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, we got a beta man. We'll catch him with a little honey. I'm kidding. Exactly. But yeah, so, no, I picked it up so, yesterday knowing that, uh, you know, I, uh, we were way not dabbed out enough. So it's I picked up some Chem Dog Time Sour Diesel sugar butter. Some Chem Sour Diesel? Yeah. It is pretty good. It is really good. And uh, yeah, that's, that sounds smooth. like a fantastic mix. Yeah, mix. I good. often question... Uh, if the sour D is the regular sour D, oh, if it's what it did, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, going back to this carb cap here, I'm not sure exactly whose it is either. I think it's either Mitch Adams. Well, of course, it's one of those dudes <laughs> here in the studio. I don't know who made the Farkin ah, thing. All right. So it's got like this sort of teardrop design to it with a f- very flat bottom, obviously, to cover uh, the nail or whatever you're dabbing off of. But the cool part is there's a hollow sort of center to it, and there are two slices in that center. So it makes it this really kind of aesthetically pleasing, nice-to-look-at dabber or uh, a carb cap. Yeah, and dabber. And with huge function. And I'm probably sounding like an absolute douchebag, so if anybody... If if anybody in the chat room knows what this thing is... Uh, then let me know. Because and is it Boro or is it Quartz? I think it's Boro. Uh, yeah, it's Boro. Yeah. I don't think that. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it feels like Boro. It doesn't look like. Of course, quartz. I thought it sounded like a band, so I'm recusing myself from making any Quartz. I don't, it could be Quartz. I don't know. It's either Quartz or Boro, obviously. No, what are you talking about, band? No, the ba- I was wrong about the band being downstairs, oh. so I ain't making definitive statements right now. I just took a big-ass dab. <laughs> don't travel that far on me, homie. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is John O Radio Show hanging out with us. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, hopefully, possibly, we'll have Steve Hager in. If not, big deal. Uh, it would have been dope to talk with him. Would have been dope to uh, talk a little glass with uh, Justin. And uh, in the future, we'll have more guests, and I'll be a little bit more prepared. Uh, had a slow, slow, slow week for myself. I had a lot of work, uh, a lot of bullshits that I had to deal with, which you know doesn't really matter when it comes to a Sunday. But as I mentioned, at the same time, characters like Josh, I'm trying to kind of teach him about the show, get him into the feel of JDR. Uh, get him into the feel of, of uh, you know, back and forth conversation. Try and give him ideas about how to 
uh, what's it? script out the JDR. You know what I'm saying? Because the randomness is fun. It's all great. You can sit here and, and talk about a million things all day long. I could talk all day long about randomness. But see, what I really truly want to do is kind of give it that change. Give it a hiccup for JDR and give it kind of this uh, uh, entertainment show TV with included video editing here in the future. So those are plans that I have is, uh, you know, to shoot segments, to edit audio and video again and get back to the roots of just entertainment, not just coming in here and uh, talking and bullshitting, which... Hopefully, had a little bit of like some field pieces. Bring it in here. It won't just be constant talking. We'll have a little. We'll have some, some cuts. We'll have some music. We'll have some bands. We'll have some interviews. It's gonna be a lot of this and that, and some free form talking. Hate, and I hate talking about like how what we're gonna do here in the future, but and then never actually do it. <laughs> End up be- just shooting the shit for because three it's hours. what happens that, that always ends up happening. But that I wouldn't be doing this if that wasn't the goal and that wasn't going to happen again. No, one of my favorite so, shows, Joe Rogan Experience, 3 hours of nothing but nonsense. Yeah, but that's a little bit different, you know. Right. That's I I can't that's not the type of situation that I'm trying to get into. Right. That is a type of situation to if you listen to the Joe Rogan Experience where he's uh there's just so much knowledge dropped yeah. on that show, right. you know. Like I don't even want to be that serious. Right. No, we definitely. I do get... want shows. Last week we had a serious show. Uh, future guests that we have, who knows who the hell we, we have. We definitely got to get hip on what's going on in Denver. I know people want to hear about the culture of Denver. We're blessed to live in probably the greatest city on earth. I mean, I got I picked anywhere I could have lived: Chicago, Austin. Could have tried to go to California. My girlfriend and I. It was unanimous a long time ago. We're moving to Denver. There was no question the greatest city man so we gotta we gotta spread the, the gospel of the mountain high. but don't I'm move. done spreading don't, the gospel don't move here See, we just want to tell you how awesome it is I was trying not to be a dick and trying not to say shut the but fuck do, up but during come, the whole time you're talking about come that come to the festivals and bring some we'll talk about Denver we'll talk about whatever that's not even what I'm trying to get to and that's what I'm kind of trying to train myself with and trying to guide you with a little bit is not even talking about shit that matters mm-hmm. right now today right on Having things that are timeless, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Things that, that are that, that, that you could listen to in a year. And I'm not talking about timeless like we can make gold here. No. I'm just talking about things that are not I think growing daily mushroom, news. I think growing mushrooms is going to be as funny today as it will be in a couple months. Yeah, I, the whole damn thing is funny <laughs> right now. It's off the chain, ridiculous. Oh, man. So, I mean, things that, that, that are entertaining to people and just are a break from the day. Right. And for sure, for me, for the past, like, two and a half hours, mm-hmm. it's been an absolute break from the day. Yeah. And it's been fun in my mind. If it's, it's not fun in other people's minds, they obviously flip, flip the channel. If there's knowledge we drop that can be learned later, they come back and get it on the recorded side. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there, there was definitely some uh, some fungus growers tips thrown in there so there was sure, there sure was some, a lot pe- of some people will be listening back i'm sure but do not hit me up on facebook about mushrooms i don't want to talk about <laughs> mushrooms on any online forum this is this is purely we're talking about swimmy my man someone who isn't me swim if somebody named swimmy gets busted tomorrow you're <laughs> fart dude yeah dude if there's some mobster named swimmy i am done i am toast Made up randomness. Yeah, Swimmy's talking about you. 
God, that is one of the most ridiculous nicknames you could ever think of. That is something that would come off the Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah, Knuckles, Swimmy. No, Knuckles is a decent. <laughs> right, I'm saying there's Knuckles and there's fucking uh, Gunther. That's not as quite as good. And then these are people that you know? No, no. These, these are, are just... These are theoretical thugs. If I were going to hire a staff of thugs, I'd look for a gun. So how do you go from swimming to gun Because I'm just thinking, I'm ballpark- we're ballparking here. This is <laughs> Come to the boardroom with ideas, not questions, Tim. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you, you do realize we're live right now. All, are Everything mics, on the table just makes sense to you? Nah, Names? Uh, everything on the table is not I'm my kidding equipment. you, man. Trying to make you feel awkward here and trolling your ass the whole damn show for two hours, which probably gets quite annoying. But that's okay. Nah, man, it's it's JDR fam up in this motherfucker. I've been I've been listening to the show for a long time. I, I know you fart your couch. What? You you fart your couch? I do not technically fart my couch. Okay. I mean by your definition, not by We've mine. We've talked about this before. We talked about this earlier. Not by your mom's definition. By your definition. Holy cow. That is another thing that I tried to get done this week was uh, I tried to get my mom to come in here on the show, but... Not having it? She's not necessarily the type of person that wouldn't want to talk about certain things. It's just she's not the type of person to come in and talk on a dumbass radio show. She just... She's not into that kind, kind of nonsense. Yeah. Which I can't blame her, so... If you pictured me and you pictured my mom, it'd be completely two opposite ends of the spectrum. So maybe someday we'll get it in. If it possibly ever does happen, and it could be like one of those situations to where if we do the John Doe radio show for like however long we do it, it's like that one guest that we could never get. Like we could probably get anybody else in the world, (laughs) do anything else in the world, and then my mom would never still come on. So who's the number one She would be the one. Who who besides your mom? Who who are we after here this season? That's not... I don't know. Let's let's put them on notice. Let's let's put them on the notice board. JDR, come I'm not even you. at that point, dude. Oh, I'm not, I can't even. I don't. Even, I'm not even blurting out people. <laughs> I've always wanted to talk to uh, Tommy Chong. That's always been one of my number one people that I of wanted course. to talk to. But as years and years and years have gone on, and the more I've kind of lived through other people and become less like, ah, oh, damn it, they've talked to him and yeah, I haven't. Like, I'm not, I'm, it's not that big of a deal. What are you going to ask Tommy Chong that hasn't been asked a thousand times? Yeah, you know, you always think if you're good, you can do something right. that somebody else doesn't. I'm sure if Tommy Chong went on Howard Stern, that <laughs> it would be something that, uh, has he? I don't know if he has actually been on I don't think Tommy Chong's ever been asked if he's done DMT, so let's start with there. What? <laughs> I'm sure he's been asked well, if he's not, done DMT. Said, let's Google that. The bottom line is, if Tommy Chong, say, were to go on a Howard Stern show or something, that's something that you know he would probably have a situation to where people have not asked him questions about just because of the way it's done. So yeah. you always think you can do something different and change the way... Reinvent the wheel is where we're going with those things. So, I mean, I'd like to get some comedians here on the show at some point in time. I'd yeah, like to sit down rep, and talk with people. Rep the Denver scene. There's a lot of killers in this fight. You were all place. up on Denver's Pune. I, I have two Colorado flags that hang in my living room. I'm a Colorado fan, man. <laughs> I got to tell you. What if people are in Boston or... 
if, yeah, exactly. In Boston, say they're awesome Patriots fans. Scene in Boston. They don't like. That's not the point. <laughs> well, that's my point. Interjecting things that make sense. <laughs> so, if you're in Boston, you hate the Patriots or you hate the Broncos, and you're a Patriots fan, uh-huh. and you keep talking about Denver. So you're talking about football or not hockey? I'm confused. No. I typically talk about hockey. So I'm talking I'm not about sure. not making it about just one thing locally. So when you mean the Broncos, you're talking about the Avalanche? No, I'm talking about I, Denver. I so you're talking about the Bruins versus the Avalanche. No, I'm talking about Denver, period. Okay. Would it, Denver could be, and exactly, bringing it back to where we were before. Denver could be the entire world to us and it has been before is but right it's now. not for me it is right now i'm just immersed i'm still new you right. know i had this fantasy years ago that's why man. i'm trying to troll you into this situation of where number one quit inviting people here to denver and two <laughs> nobody gives a damn i can't not, about denver I right now i can't not praise it man it's like Think about when I was a kid and I'd read High Times and I'd think about Amsterdam. Amsterdam. There's kids in Russia reading High Times today going, Denver, man, someday, Denver. I'm going to go to Denver. You know, that's just that's how it is now. There's the reputation. And I know the city at large isn't necessarily crazy about it. I'm surprised when I get in cabs and shit and they're like, oh, what brought you here? And I'm like, oh, fucking cannabis, man. They're like, oh, that's cool. That's because you look like a wook. <laughs> oh, well, come on. Look at this bill. This bill is bent as shit. That's it. That doesn't matter. That. Oh, the wook starts with no dog, no bent bill. No, nah, dude. I keep my shit tight. My beard's tight. No, beard. Beard's tight. T-shirt, weed shirt. Oh, this is Johnny Reefer seeing the high rollers. Uh, great band back where I'm from. Yeah, you were a plug machine. I am a plug you machine. You were such a plug machine. No, you look like a wook. Don't no, don't do this to me. No, you look don't, like a wook. No, God people in the chat room are gonna say yes. He oh, does kind of look like a wook. Come on, defend me on this one. I have a shaved head. I, if I didn't have the cans on, I'd show you. Oh man, I don't dude, want, you are like I don't want to be a wook. Your your picture on Facebook with your whole emoji with your beard and shaved head <laughs> is the epitome of wook. My girlfriend made that, so she she nailed my face, I think. Well, yeah, she nailed you, period. <laughs> she has. Well, she has that, too. But. We're not married, though, so no, we, we wait. Jewish <laughs> Jewish law dictate, dictates you wait. You said... <laughs> dick takes. Takes dick. Oh, my goodness, dude. You almost lost me on that one. <laughs> Jewish law takes dick. You're what wook. I'm trying to say. <laughs> We've talked enough about... Jewish situations on this show and probably put our you gotta understand my home life is Jewishness no. Judaism reigns back I'm my super place. I am super by the way you look like a wook uh, I am son super of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> the chat was just like I have a shaved head it's cool no uh, you look like a wook no there is a difference between it I am denying this wook stuff I had this chick that I worked with which is probably not a great way to start off this this specific uh, tale either by calling her a chick because she was definitely a person that probably wouldn't want to be called a chick. But well, hey, then she's a ball breaker, and we don't need to. This is my damn worry show about her. I got respect for the ladies. Oh man, that's probably why I haven't been with one. For you can call quite me a, a, a dude, a bro, a guy, a son. I don't care. So she worked with me in this newsroom, and I can't even remember what I said. She was she was Jewish. And I can't even remember what I said. And me, 
here's the thing is like I'm the type of person that can say something like ah oh, that's not racist and that I'm not trying to be racist and then have it going to be something that's not really truly racist just because I'm <laughs> you, try- you were glorifying Hitler's no 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 just because I <laughs> j- hold on here just because I don't truly know connect certain things as being racist because I have like this skewed view of like everybody's equal mm-hmm. compared to a lot of other people when I was listening to this radio show last night public radio show online and uh, a, a very large radio show not just something that's you know where like 20 people are listening you know <laughs> yeah. we're talking about something that's been around for right. years and years and years and years um, and also another thing is uh, uh, on uh, George Norrie and Coast to Coast Radio I was listening to also and the same kind of damn thing came up too on that but it was from like 96 mm-hmm. and what drove me absolutely bananas was connecting these two shows I had just heard kind of back to back and realizing how deeply rooted like those personal experiences or however you've been taught and racist views and and, and, and your view of life as it is and you trying to protect something but not trying to be racist at the same time right Oh, I'm not racist, but you're still represent that whole like it's like people that did people that defend the Confederate flag in a way. Yeah. To some people look like they're defending something that they don't understand. Like you don't you're defending the Confederate flag because you don't understand it. And they're on the other side saying, Hey, you don't understand me. You know, this is why I'm you know, that that type of shit. Mm-hmm plays back into the whole experiences of like why your trip can't be the same why it's like a guided tour why uh, mental health is such a big issue all this other stuff so you uh, you have the situation to where fuck kind of lost what I was talking about there <laughs> well you're talking about the confederate flag defenders oh I know I know, I know I know I know I know you know I think most you know it comes off as a I start to produce, I look down, and try and focus on where I'm going with the show. Is the chat room? And then it completely... Chat room banging? Kills it. No, it's it's not really. Uh. Not not really farked up. (laughs) So, where was I going? Do you Uh, have a clue? Yeah, you were just talking about the, uh, all the political ramifications, racism. This is the first fail of today's show. Yeah. I'm surprised we actually went this far with, uh, with it all. Yeah, almost no. to the end. I got lost. You, you, you jumped off on racism. And I've been I, trying to keep you on track. I, I got lost. Oh, okay. I know where I was going. Okay, good. I knew I would not let myself down. Good. My memory is still not as shit as it used to be. Last last time we did JDR, I just get completely lost on things, and it would be like. Mm. Anyway, I had this chick in the newsroom. Ah, yes, the Jewish thing. And she would, she freaked out on me one day. Absolutely freaked out on me one day because I said something. And it was not something that was like borderline whatever. It was something that she freaked out about. Uh Because super, super, super on edge of... People being shitty to her, people being shitty to her uh, beliefs, everything she was. Yeah. And 
It was the most horrible I have almost felt ever standing in front of someone. I've done a lot of shitty things in front of people. <laughs> and this was one of those situations to where you respect someone, you care for someone, you work with someone, you trust someone, and all of a sudden it's like their belief, their view of life, their skewed whatever it is, doesn't match up with yours at all, completely screws it up. And you just became the accidental racist. But it's not even that bad. No. I, or it's it's worse than that. Okay. It's worse than that. Like, that's fine because you can explain that situation. But when people are so hurt and so sliced by something mm-hmm. that they take something that's like a grain of salt but to them is a fucking boulder right? and put that on you because you don't know to me that's the worst fucking feeling in the world directing this all exactly what we're talking about here back to the tripping situation mm-hmm. I truly believe that if we were to sit and study trips we were to sit and study LSD we were to sit and have people that could guide could direct people away from that type of shit mm-hmm. could sort of fix a certain situation with any given person you know could direct it a little bit more have more influence it's all good <laughs> yeah no I think a, it's a lot of somebody just happened. burst in the studio here yeah we just had a Cosmo Kramer moment Ooh. <laughs> that was that was awesome that was a Cosmo <laughs> yeah. Kramer hey, buddy. moment that was awesome Actually changed up things a little uh, bit. Sounds a little bit better. Well, and the bed got a little funky. That was too. This is like some LMFAO <laughs> shit. Smoking, smoking dabs, dabs. What? Smoking dabs. Yeah. I gotta change nail. it. All right. <laughs> that was awesome. I think we're about ready to wrap up the show. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting about that. I was kind of waiting for. Uh, it's five o'clock even. Steve the Yeah here, and uh, we started a little bit late, but yeah. we've gone on and we've talked, and without a guest, it's got, it gets kind of long, and I understand that. So, what would be really awesome is if people were to listen to this while they were tripping. Oh man, they blow their goddamn mind. It would. We're talking directly to you, Mark. There's nothing Mark, I can. Mark, you, Mark, I know you're listening. You're tripping. We're talking to you. Hell would be. Punishment for uh, see. Here's the thing, and maybe I don't know. Maybe this is like Mission Impossible shit. If I were to have to take those ten hits that we were talking about earlier, oh boy, and then listen back to like this show, yeah, that I would probably never come out of it alive. You know, one time or twice actually, we put an audio recorder out for one of our DMT sessions. We just put an audio recorder on the table. We're like, we're going to forget it's there. And for the next two hours, we're that's just going to That's different, though. That's, that's fine. I wish I would have done this last and time. listening back to yourself when no. you're gone. I wish I would have done that. Holy balls. No, I wish I would have done that. I it, wish I would have uh, had a recording a of everything thing. going on. There was a few times I told Bike, I was like, man, you need to write this down. And he's <laughs> and, like, and you just did, <laughs> man. <laughs> so, like, just let it you go. Just and did, just... <laughs> It, it went away, and yeah. that's it's that. Like, it, that's but we, I wish I would have had a camera. I wish I would have had oh, yeah. Because that's the whole – to me, that would help me trust a little bit more. Yeah. That would help me get into the moment. That would help me focus a little bit more make me understand. Uh, because, as I said, it's just believing that you're going to be all right. Well, we get some viewer support and some donations. Maybe we'll do a live from the Trip and Hot Box segment of JR. Nah. 
That'll be the Christmas episode. Here's the other thing. If is, Christmas falls on a Sunday, we'll do a tripping episode. I don't know about that. <laughs> you can trip on your... I don't See, here's the thing is I don't know, and I'm... I, <laughs> I think I said this earlier. I'm never going to do it again. But right. I pr- probably will do it again. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Just because it, it, it's it's something that I do truly believe in. Is doing a colonic good? You know, probably, but it ain't fun. I don't know if that's 100% <laughs> true right there. It's painful. Some th- bad trips are painful. Oh, my I, God. I'd rather get squirted up the ass than have a terrible, terrible bad trip. Where did you just take this, dude? To the place that JDR is going to take it from now on. Dude, you just totally swerved that into the gutter. <laughs> I apologize. Gutter balls. I mean, Tim gutter balls. That's all I was thinking. It was a tube going up someone's ass, dude. <laughs> right. And then you mentioned squirt up the ass. Well, that's what these, the enema is. You squirt a tube of water up someone's ass. Oh, my time. God. It's good for you. Get all those hot dogs out. Uh, on that note. I say we just kind of continue on <laughs> in the next week. Next week, I, uh, I'll i have with you uh, some more glass. We'll talk about glass more specific other than just a little uh, mention I did here of the carb cap. We talked a little bit about the uh, crock pot, which <laughs> Bike calls the meth. Meth furnace. Furnace, which, oh, my God. <laughs> but uh, we'll get into some. Uh, if there's anything that will be 100% uh, something that we will keep a solid state on it's going to be glass right. just because it's a fascination of mine it's a fascination of bikes you love it i'm sure oh man love glass illusion i'm not sure if anybody actually cares what you care about right now <laughs> or yet i should say people care i'm not sure if they care they're a bunch of there's sweeties. a few people that probably do there's a bunch of sweeties out there i'm just kidding you dude i'm just giving you oh, holy <laughs> more people care about what you care about than they care about me. No. And that's fine. People care about you seeing Ant-Man. I've become super aware. All they're talking about in the chat is fucking Tim's Ant-Man story. That I'm nothing. Why didn't Tim like Ant-Man? You don't even have the chat. I can see it in your eyes. Oh, I didn't like Ant-Man. That wasn't that great of a <laughs> Why movie. Why didn't Tim like He's Ant-Man? So stupid. There were so many situations in that fucking movie. Marvel! That were ridiculous. The only reason that made it good was Marvel. And it connected probably... Stories to here and there, and that's all it was. It was like a fucking seatbelt. I don't think I've ever seen a Marvel movie. Seatbelt connector. Well, so then you don't have nothing to say. No, I don't have anything. You have nothing to say. I like Batman. So, yes, the Batman movies was good. Batmans are dope, but this movie was. Oh my god, the third one was good. I'm trying to close this out. All right, so. Make sure you join us again next week. I promise you all have somebody on the show that uh, we'll be talking about glass with and get into certain details. I do have some very, very big, uh, um, you could say glass guests. You, you mentioned earlier who's who we want to have on the show. I've already got people I'm talking to to have one on the show. Uh, there's not any specific person that is like bigger than another right now that yeah. I can be like, hey, I'd love to have this. I just have fun doing what I'm doing. Um, but I do have people that I look up to, and we're inviting to come on the show. Glass artists that are my favorite, 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 and uh, also somebody that makes lathes. Right on. So that's another interest of look mine. Is yeah, the, if we could get some glass makers, some hash makers, man, I think that that's going to be some... I don't know if we'll focus so much on hash makers, man. No? Nah. No. Nah. Nah. I don't know. Not bring, I think Adam nope. Dunn... Can't bring Nika in. An Adam Dunn show covers that quite well. Well, if Nicka wants to come on, Nicka T. But I say no, and Nicka I... Nicka T can come on the show anytime. I say no, and I 
go back into the thought of like who knows what will happen yeah you know all right so uh make sure you hang out with us next week or catch us on the recording otherwise i'm tim and i miss bike josh you got anything no just shout out miss sarah back at home mom bike denver grambo out (laughs) oh my god I should have cut off your mic two <laughs> seconds ago before you said the Grambo out. Boosh. My mic should have been cut off two hours and 40 minutes ago. Thanks for chilling with us. This is John Radio Show. Peace. We'll be back next week.